Hey everyone and welcome to The Nerd Room, where we talk all things comics and movies. This is episode number 7, where we'll be discussing the all-new, all-different Marvel comics. I'm one of your hosts, Tim, and joining me as a returning regular host, Troy. What's welcome up? Up? back. I'm back. Thanks for having me again. Great to <laughs> be course, here. Of course, of course. Before we get cracking here, I just want to extend a sincere thank you to everyone that's been supporting us on iTunes. Yeah. You know, it's And for that matter, it's supporting us anywhere on Podbean and that. It's been absolutely fantastic. You know, we've had a great response from people, Huge. getting great feedback, which has been, you know, key for us. And we just wanted to, you know, really extend that thank you. We really, really appreciate the support. Yeah. Good job, guys. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if you do have the time, going and subscribing, rating, and review us on iTunes will really, really help us out. You know, it helps us kind of get the word out, get a little more recognized in iTunes, and just so more people can see the podcast. And if you don't want to do that, you don't have to do that. Just tell a friend about us. That's all we ask. Appreciate it, guys. <laughs> Anyways, on to it. So, again, we're coming um, at you from the nerd room. Yep. AKA uh, Hall H. Yeah, Hall H. I like that. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably time to give a first look at some point on the internet, eh? Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Maybe, maybe post a picture, something like that, within when we drop the episode and just give people kind of an idea of what we're sitting in when we record. Sounds good. Yeah, I think it'd be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And maybe, yeah, then maybe at that, you know, people can kind of give us an idea of, of their rooms or show us their nerd That'd rooms. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of compare a contrast. You can see kind of people's different likes and ways to display things. I think it'd be real cool. So, you know, we've come down from this holiday season onslaught of oh, yeah. gift purchasing and, you know, the shelves being completely bare. But here in Calgary specifically, <laughs> we have not recovered it seems. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're not seeing anything, you know, from Lego all the way to Legends. Yeah. The shelves are bare. Oh, yeah. And good luck finding DC stuff. Like yes. <laughs> non-existent. <laughs> You know, I know you're chasing the Absorbing Man wave yes. now, right? Yes, been looking hard for that. No luck. No luck at all. No, Ugh. it's it's brutal out there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's oh, man, you know, it's devastation. You go in, I go in probably one or two times a week to different stores like Walmart or Toys R Us or whatever, and I go in and it's the same thing every oh, single yeah. week. All over the place, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, but the thing that's killing me the most, and we are talking about this the other day, yeah. was we got... The the wave four, or I guess maybe the wave one of the 2016 Black Series. We got kind of a look at them. Yes. Yeah. So we have an unmasked Finn. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Incredible. Yeah, we have Old Han. We have yeah. Django. Yes. And we have um, a Flame Trooper, too. Right, right. And then wave two also dropped. So we have kind of the, the realistic Kanan. Yes. The Ahsoka. Ahsoka, yeah. Yeah, Ahsoka, Don't yeah, sorry. Time. yeah. And episode four, Luke. Yes, with the white tunic. Oh, wow. my goodness. So I know we, we've we've talked about these before, but yeah. still super excited. But hopefully we'll start seeing these kind of showing up at our, kind of our big box stores, so we don't have yeah. to go chasing these. Exactly. Because otherwise we're gonna have to devise some sort of strategy <laughs> to get these across the border up from the states in some sort of reasonably, you know, as far as price goes, something that's reasonable for us yeah. to pay, not thirty five dollars per exactly. legend for, for figure. It's it's crazy. So Walmart, get out there and. Hook it up. Yeah, but they're yeah. absolutely killing on the spot yeah. series. Like, and I'm still looking forward. So in a couple of weeks, we got New York Toy Fair. Yes. So hopefully we get another look at maybe you know 2016 Wave Three. Yeah. You know if we're gonna get we're we saw the it's not a a, um, a a legend but we did see the Leia from Rebels. Right. I think they're doing a three and three quarter inch. Okay. Of her. Cool. That'll be nice. Yeah, yeah. So it's exciting, exciting stuff. So I'm hoping that we see stuff. So we got some cool things that we're gonna talk about a little bit later about yeah. what happened at the Nuremberg. Uh, the toy fair there so we got some cool. you know early reveals of certain things but it's you know looking really good for us as far as collectors go <laughs> 
last week I spoke. I was I was really hoping last week that I would get my um, Smuggler's Bounty oh, box, and it showed up the day after we recorded. So I've waited, and I'm going to open it up here. You know, nice. I know it's going to be difficult on a podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to actually, conceive and, and use your imagination yeah. a little bit. But worst case, just Google yeah. <laughs> what it is, and you'll see. So you know, again, the boxes are these things are awesome. I've got yeah. them displayed both the Marvel and the Star Wars one, kind of all over the my room here. Yeah. And they're great. And the one thing that I love is that the post people or whatever, they avoid sticking stuff on the sides or the top. Okay. So the box itself is like almost like a collector's right. item. And they're only yeah. sticking stuff on the bottom, which is fantastic. Wow, okay. That's cool. <laughs> um, so let's crack her open here. Wow. All right, so we got a couple. We got the Poe pen, it looks like. Oh, cool. Uh, we got a resistance patch. So nice. this is the resistance box. The one before was a first order box, which had the... Um, Chrome, uh, Chrome, Captain Phasma, and the Elite uh, Tie Fighter. Cool. Uh, what we got here. We got. Oh, I got the T-shirt, t-shirt. going on. Nice T-shirt, Funko Pop T-shirt. Got some yes. Finn action. Oh, Finn with a lightsaber. Oh yeah, old man uh, Han there. Yeah, very nice pose. Some of the favorites. Yep. Some of the new favorites. Can't go wrong with that. We got here. Okay, we got a Chewbacca Funko Pop. Yes. Oh, it's a flocked. Chewbacca. <laughs> Exciting for the pop collectors. <laughs> so a flocked is basically, um, it's got kind of a fine hair on it to get that appearance that it's furry. Um, so very appropriate for Chewbacca. Yep. And then That's we got great. a uh, C-3PO with red handle. Oh, um, okay. I like the touch. Ceramic mug. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Awesome. So another great box. That's great. Another great box. Ha! Right yeah, on. That's awesome. Where can, where can you go and get these? These are actually exclusive to the Smuggler's Bounty. I'm not sure about this, the the mug because right. I've seen the mug before, and there's a Star Lord mug in the in the Guardians box from Collector's Corp. Oh, okay. But as far as I know, and this is what they say, the pops specifically are exclusive to the to the subscription boxes. So oh. You can't get them at retail or anything. Oh, like that. Okay. Um, but that's actually one thing. The first box was awesome. Yeah. It had two pops in it, but it actually had you know, an exclusive pop within an exclusive box. <laughs> so there's a one in five kind of carryover case of an elite TIE fighter yeah. as opposed to just the TIE fighter, which is a bit of a tick off because like yeah. you get these subscription boxes because you're getting the exclusive pops out of them and exactly. then they have an exclusive within an exclusive. <laughs> so a bit painful there. So you're going to have to kind of go out and get to eBay and probably pay an exorbitant amount yeah. of money for oh, these boy. things. So, yeah, that's great. And they I, look great, guys. Wow. Yeah, this Collector Corp stuff, or not Collector, that's the Marvel. Smuggler's Bounty. You know, I love these subscription boxes. I get one every month now, one from Marvel, one from Star Wars, and the DC one. I haven't gotten there. I haven't uh, haven't done that one yet, actually. Um, that's something I need to get onto. Yeah, it's, Absolutely. it's looking looking sweet. I, yeah. I might dip my toes in that. I, I, <laughs> I might have too many. Already. DC, Star Wars, and Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You, you can jump into these now, because the, the next Star Wars one comes out in... April, I guess, or March? March. Okay. And its theme is Cantina. Oh. And so the box got Greedo on it, so it's probably going to be some kind of neat mashup of a, maybe a Greedo, a Han sort of thing. Oh, cool. maybe a Jabba. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. So I'm just so ecstatic with the amount of collectible stuff that we're getting lately. <laughs> just flooded with them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Jumping back to Marvel here for a second, yeah. we're looking at collectibles. I don't know if you've seen this, mm-hmm. but... They announced a Disney Store Select exclusive. Oh, yeah, I did. Last uh, night. Last night. <laughs> Black I was Panther? Online. Oh, wow. I've been wanting this for so long. No, it's not a, it's not a movie Black Panther Select. Yeah. It's like part of that comic line 
the Disney Star Exclusives. There's a Winter Soldier, yeah. and there's a Cap, and there's a couple others. But it looks fantastic. Oh, it looks great. Did you see the Spider-Man one as well? Spectacular yes, Spider-Man. Yes, the unmasked head. The unmasked yeah. Yeah, camera and everything. Yeah, it looks awesome. Oh, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Super stoked. I don't think they come out till late February, is it? Or yeah, something February, like that. At least yeah. in the States. Yeah, so, so. I'd, I'd pull back a bit from the selects, but I'm yeah. definitely getting it on this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. It's, it's a must. And yeah. The Disney Store exclusives in Canada have been pretty good. Yeah. Uh, they show up in kind of large quantities as right. opposed to a lot of the other things. Exactly. Uh, where we don't exactly have that. So, it, you know, it's going to be present and I think in big in big numbers. So yeah. I don't think we'll have any difficulty getting that. No, it should be okay. Yeah. We'll so, probably double up on Spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> double up on Black Panther. So, <laughs> well, yeah. And then with that, we also have the, there's a leaked image of the rest of the Civil War Legends figures. Oh, okay. And so Sanjay and I talked about it a bit last week as to kind of our predictions, or maybe more of our wants, <laughs> as yeah. far as who the other three characters were on top of the Cap, Iron Man, and Black Panther that we already saw. Right. And we also discussed who we thought the Builder figure was. And from these leaked images, yeah. I'm assuming they're real. Yeah. Um, it looks like we're getting the Civil War Giant Man oh as boy. the build a figure for that yeah. that Civil War line. That's a great idea too. That that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and then I guess to filling out the wave, there's an original Nick Fury, which funny enough, Sanjay was predicting a Nick Fury, and yeah. he got it right. <laughs> yeah. But it's the original Nick Fury, not the movie one. But uh, Nuke, and I cannot remember who the other guy is. But anyways, Nuke is the guy that was on Jessica Jones, yeah. the kind of kind of guy that was going crazy with yeah. the red and blue. The, the officer Simpson. Simpson. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, interesting character, yeah, yeah. So they they always do this kind of neat mixture of of characters waves. So they seem to be filling it with comic characters, right. That are appearing sporadically, in the yeah, in the cinematic, yeah. the Netflix and stuff like that. That's, yeah, that's right, that's right. So it's pretty cool how they're, how they're filling out those lines. And again, another. So we're up to what three or three or four legend lines already. Yeah, this wow. year or at least announced Bring legend line. On. <laughs> and I'm sure we're all going to get more and more as as kind of the year as, goes as, on. As it goes, the Captain America line is that. Where does that fall for the legends? Is that number one or number two? The the way the the Cap Wolf and all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So that's just dropping now. So I think okay. they're up for pre order on some of the stores like Dorset oh, okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's probably your kind of first wave. And I don't know. I think the Spider Man wave was the end of last year. The Absorbing Man one. Yeah, I think it's the very end. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of bleeding. Well, at least for us here in Canada, it's going to bleed into the. The new year, that'd probably be one of the first ones that we see show up, right? And then the cap wave will probably be a month or two Follow. later, and then it looks like we'll get the civil war wave, and then probably something else, and then a Doc Strange wave. Yes, yeah, yeah. So we're going to be flooded with oh, legends yeah. here coming yeah. down the pipe. And there's still the X Men one too. I did see Rogue somewhere, so yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know where she's going to fall. Fits. Yeah. yeah, from the '90s, so yeah. that'll be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, that fits in with a bit of the comic book stuff that we're going to talk about later about yeah. X-Men 92. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> cool. You know, going from Toy Fair to Toy Fair here, we had we talked a little bit um, or mentioned it a little earlier there that um, at the Nuremberg Toy Fair this, this past week or past weekend, they had some Rogue One costumes oh, on display. Boy. And what did you think of them? Loved them. Yeah. Loved them. They're, they're great. There's one jacket in there that was very similar very reminiscent of Han's outfit from Empire Strikes Back. I'm not saying it is Han's, but yeah. it's it's pretty interesting to see the direction they're going, right? From um, obviously the prequels look so different. Yeah, the time they lived in, it's all robes and robes. Whereas here, it looks a little bit more our time almost. Right? Yeah, so exactly. It'll be interesting enough to see straight out of kind of that OT Star Wars universe, yes, right? Exactly. Kind of a lot more worn, rugged yep. sort of thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Wear and tear. Yeah, look, and it, so those costumes look like they're coming from the characters that we saw in that kind of original photo that was released. Right. You know, and again, it looks very dark, gritty, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. 
we're also at the same time getting a lot of information about the story. Yes. And yes. so it looks like, you know, there's mention of what they're calling death troopers. Right. Apparently going to be the all black stormtroopers, better yeah. known as black hole or shadow troopers. Right. To people that used to read the old EU. I thought they were going to show up in Force Awakens. Right. I was like, but now that they're putting them into Rogue One, it yeah. seems to fit. These are going to be your shock troopers. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. It's, yeah. yeah. It's the opportunities that they're taking here to introduce characters, maybe potentially from the EU or the old EU, yeah. and kind of putting them into these movies, into the current continuity. Yeah. And getting them actually on film. Yeah. Like, how, how great is that going to be? I love it. And that's like what we discussed with uh, the episode beforehand where, you know, you got this all this this whole old universe out there of stories that we can still take and pull and put them in the films till this day. So even though those books are still out there, but they're not in continuity, we can still pull from those stories and put them in into the movies in the cinematic universe of Star Wars. So it's it's great. Yeah, exactly. Great. They have this yeah, huge wealth exactly. of characters and arcs and that. And they can just cherry pick the best exactly, of them, right? right? Like it's yeah. it's fantastic. It's a yeah. And it's exactly like what they're doing with the comic book movies, right? Yep. They're just cherry picking the best things exactly. and putting those into the cinematic form and you know, having the opportunity to have so many authors and different minds and you know, and fans writing yeah. these things. Yeah, that's it's, right. You know, it's just the expansiveness of, of the stories that, that could be told. Yeah. You know, as long as they're maintaining the quality through these things. Yeah. You know, I think we're in for years and years oh, yeah. of great storytelling. Yeah. We're and in film. good hands, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, we last time we talked, when we talked about the new Star Wars canon, um, we were talking about Lords of the Sith. Yes. And it sounds like we're going to get the Vader from Yes, that. yes. So excited. This is exactly the Vader we were talking about the other day, the other week or so. So um, we're finally going to see that, that Darth Vader, that fierce... Um, Sith Lord that we've all been wanting to see on film. He's, yeah. yeah. And, you know, he's going to be fighting like the way we want to see him fight. Yeah. Quick fights. Quick fights. Know? Yeah. Before, it's just kind of Frankenstein, like, you know, for the original. Very stiff, kind of powerful, right? But now we're going to see this just conniving, fierce Sith Lord in action. So it's yeah. going to be great. Oh, yeah. And it's similar to Battlefront. Where if you guys play the Battlefront video games out there, that's what Darth Vader is going to be like, roughly, I think, for the fighting. So, oh, yeah. cannot wait to see. Just <laughs> yeah. some, and I guess they're taking like very, you know, they're meticulously um, recreating his um, costume or his uniform or whatever you want to call it yeah. from A New Hope. Oh, okay, yeah, making it that much similar. Yeah, so it's very, the, very close. Right with the lenses and the eyes. Yeah, a exactly. Cool. So that there's you know very little variation between that. So that that seemingly, I guess, there's a lot more fluidity between. You know, Rogue One and Any Hope, and it could be even the fact that we end up with the end of Rogue One right. is the start of New Hope, exactly. right? Exactly, just him walking down a hallway. Yeah, 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 just you know, them, or how cool would it be if it ended with just them pulling in Leia's ship? Oh yeah, and you know, then you see, you know, then you go right into a New Hope because right. he's chasing them, right? Cause exactly. They have the Death yeah, Star plans. yeah, yeah. Vader's pissed. So yeah, <laughs> that'd be, so that'd much, be great. So much see. great stuff. Yeah. James Earl Jones is reprising. Yeah, doing the, the voiceover oh, again. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot go wrong. Can't go wrong at all. It'll be interesting to see who's under the, the costume. Is yeah. it going to be Hayden or is it going to be someone else? I think they're going to pull. I think they're going to have him. I think they're yeah. going to do mask off stuff. I, I hope so. Yeah. I really hope it's, so. You know, and like we are saying before, like just get someone that can direct him exactly. to act. Yeah. And I think he can pull this I off. I think he He's could. a big guy. Yeah. And he's very capable with the choreography and stuff like oh, that yeah. as far as moving around and doing the lightsaber battles. Yeah, we've seen it before. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, let's, yeah. uh, let's, we only got, what, a year? Yeah. 
Just under a year, I guess. Just under a year, almost there. <laughs> so, and we're probably going to see at some point, maybe, I don't know if they're going to do like a, a Force Friday sort of thing for Rogue One. Oh, okay, yeah. But we're probably not going to see merchandise for this for quite some time. Right, yeah. So make not. sure to leave a little bit of uh, money in the bank there <laughs> <laughs> for when this drops. A little, you know, a little extra storage, yeah. you know, rainy day money or something. Because I know I'm definitely going to have to do that because we're going to get just hammered again, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. And hopefully we can have a nice little experience with uh, another Force Friday oh, yeah. out in the cold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the lawn chairs. It'll be yeah, great. Yeah. It's, they haven't been used since. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, no, it's 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 looking great. And Disney just keeps hammering us with information. They do. They do. And, you know, the next thing on the docket here, you know, we get all this stuff about Rogue One. And we're still getting stuff about Force Awakens and yep. the new books and all that. But now they've dropped on us. That towards the end of February, I think February 21st or something like that, yeah. they've announced that they're going to officially unveil what Star Wars land oh, is going to look boy. like. So Harrison Ford, I guess they're doing the special celebrating 60 years of, of Disneyland, yep. Cal- the California one. And they're going to show us a bit more than I guess what they showed at D23 last year. Right. As far as what this is going to look like, yeah. and maybe the attractions, kind of the merchandising spots. What is there, is there going to be a cantina? Oh, there has to. There has to be. You know, are we going to be able to get blue milk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a massive fan of of the Disney theme parks. Yeah. You know, I went as a child to Disney World, and my wife and I went down right before we had the baby and went to to Disneyland. Oh boy, that was great. kind of our baby moon. Yeah, and we absolutely love this stuff, and I cannot wait. This thing is going to be huge. It's, it's, it's going to be a knockout, isn't it? Yeah. So it's their single biggest expansion ever. Wow. For a particular, I guess maybe a, a single land. So it's right. 14 acres in Disneyland and about the same in Hollywood Studios is going to be in Orlando. Right. And so this thing is going to be massive. Huge. So we know for sure right now that there's there's two anchor rides, I guess. There's something with the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And then there's something with a battle between the Resistance and the, the First Order. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So it'd be interesting to see because I don't know if maybe they'll announce it on this TV special or not. Yeah. Is so there's Star Tours, right? Which has been a staple of Disneyland since the mid 80s. Right. And this is this been revamped a couple times. Okay. But it's have you ever been to it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's, you know, I absolutely love it. You know, I've we wait in line. This is one of the first things we go to. Mm-hmm. And then even in Tomorrowland and stuff like that, they have a lot of Star Wars. You know, they they have the Vader and the Jedi training school. Yeah, so cool. And they have Star Tours, and they have kind of all the merchandising huts and stuff like that. It'd be interesting to see if they leave that or if they're going to take it all into Star Wars land. Because oh, okay. that's going to leave a big void. That would, wouldn't it? In, in Tomorrowland. Yeah. Specifically if they move Star Tours or something like that. Yeah. So my thought is they'll probably leave that. You know, right. it's not going to hurt to leave it there. No, it really wouldn't. And, you know, that gives people a little chance to kind of spread it in the park and get their Star Wars fix. But, yeah. yeah. It's interesting, too. They've already changed the Space Mountain to Hyperspace Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm curious if they're yeah. going to leave that. Cause that's I, what I'm thinking. Yeah. I, I had a coworker. She said it was... So much fun. And oh, yeah. all, all they've done is tweaked it a bit, put a little music, yeah. and stuff like that. And it's just it's a completely different experience. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's it's incredible. So yeah. it's surprising what a little John Williams score oh, yeah. too, right? Some good cantina music. <laughs> I need that too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, I don't know how I'm assuming this is gonna take a good like three, four years. To yeah, build. I can't remember the estimated time. I thought there was talk somewhere, but it is gonna take quite some time, yeah. I imagine. And yeah. I guess the what they're doing in Disneyland is uh, they're peeling out some of the Big Thunder Mountain area, or Big Thunder Tunnel. Well, I can't remember what it's called. 
Um, so they're just kind of taking, there's a petting zoo in there oh, okay. and stuff like that. And they're chopping up the, the riverboat fantasy. They're kind of moving into that area. So you're yeah. not going to, not shutting down too much, but oh, okay. looks like it's going to be a lot of fun and <laughs> make sure to check that out. Cause it's, it's surprising how much publicity Harrison Ford is still doing. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spoilers out there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, it is interesting what he's doing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, maybe we'll wait to talk about that in a little, little, little bit in the future. All but, right, yeah, yeah, um, for sure. But he still seems to be on the Star Wars hook. Yeah, so. the ambassador. Maybe he accidentally signed something, didn't realize that he had to do all sorts oh, of... <laughs> didn't know what he's in for, I yeah, guess. Yeah, exactly. Signing in for Star Wars, yeah. So, continually pull on this Star Wars thread. Oh, yeah. So, we had a very special episode of Rebels. Oh. There last week. Oh, boy. And we got another look at another OT... Yeah. character oh, yeah. in the form of the Princess one and only. Leia. Yep. Now, I watched the episode, yep. but because I haven't really watched, I watched much, it. <laughs> yeah. it was kind of a bit of, like, contextually, I was all over, like, I didn't, I was yeah. like, okay, I kind of get what's happening. Piece things together. Yeah, so yeah. do you have a little more insight for me yeah. as to what kind of she was doing? Because she seemed to be on the rebel side, but yeah. kind of not fully staking your claim that that's where she's exactly. sitting now. So Leia is basically providing the rebels with the ships without the Empire knowing. It's really neat to see uh, the relationship between Leia, Ezra, and Kanan, how they're all working together. It's, it's kind of a fun episode. It wasn't so dark, which was nice to see coming off of uh, that pretty cool trailer yeah. that we had <laughs> for the, for the midwinter uh, break, I guess you could say. Um, I'm not too sure who voiced Leia for this no, I don't one. Know. I, I don't mean, know. obviously not Carrie Fisher, but no. it's really neat to, to hear because... Princess Leia has always kind of been this mature person, yeah. but she's only probably about 15, 16 in this, I would say, because it's probably about four oh, yeah. years before yeah, episode definitely. four, yeah, right? Definitely. So she's, she's not very old. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't really even think of that. I just assumed yeah. she was in her 20s, but right. she's probably not. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty young. She's yeah. probably maybe, maybe Isra's age, actually, yeah. which is funny, but she's just this mature person that sounds older. She's, yeah. she's always sounded older. Even in episode four, she sounded older than a 20, 19-year-old. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. It's, it's, she looked a lot like Amidala. From yeah. the Clone Wars, like yes, I kind same of, animation style. Yeah, yeah, same animation style, and kind of just her look. I was like, oh wow, you know, she kind of she looks a lot like Amidala when she was fighting yeah. in, in Clone Wars and stuff like that. Yeah, the same so, kind of white, yeah, uh, clothing that they had going on. So, yeah. and I think I think some of that design was based off some of the old Macquarie art for Leia as well. Right. Kind of what her outfit and that looked like. Yeah, so good again, call. another great throwback. To yeah, some of the, they some keep of, doing it. Yeah, this, keep pulling show. that in. You, they're utilizing that art that is like 30, 40 years old or whatever it is, right? And they're still pulling from it. And yeah. that's, yeah, it's fantastic. This show in particular has done yeah. that very well. They have, they have. Um, yeah, it's, it's 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 a lot different than the Clone Wars. The Clone Wars was pretty square and yeah. very like shaped, right? Yeah. yeah this, this is nice. It's good like stuff. It. And, you know, the other big rumor that surfaced, oh. and I don't know where this came from, yeah. if it's real, if someone's trolling kind of our community <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. But there was a real reveal that Thrawn yeah. might be introduced in season three of Rebels. Yeah. Now, this is Grand Admiral oh, Thrawn, right? Oh, boy. And we spoke at length and kind of gushed for this guy <laughs> yeah. a couple of weeks ago yeah. as, you know, he's this master tactician. Yes. He's evil. He's menacing, yeah. and they're saying he might show up. He might oh, be reinserted God. into the Star Wars canon. Yeah, and oh, how just, how un, just, like amazing would that incredible. be? Incredible. This would be incredible. Um, I want to say he's he was made I think in the ninety one yeah. era. Uh, is it Timothy Zahn? Timothy Zahn yeah. created this guy. Yeah, just like you, you nailed it. Tactical genius. Yeah, right. And for them to pull him into an era specifically that ties him almost directly into. The original trilogy right. yeah. you know 
could we see him in Rogue One? <laughs> right. You know, and oh, then it's boy. not out of the question. If he's inserted into continuity, yeah. it's not out of the question that we could see him show up, say, in a movie that they potentially could do that's right after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're probably gonna, we're going to have some books that fill that space. Yeah. But at this, you know, it's just another great pull from the old EU. Absolutely. And you, like we said, utilizing these fantastic characters. Yeah, just cherry picking off yeah. of them. And so this has motivated me to, you know, get, you know, hardcore. I'm going to get season one. Oh, yeah. It, oh, yeah. And then I get right into season it. two. Binge watch. And yeah. because just with these OT characters showing up, yeah. you know, this, the little hints of characters and some of the stuff that we watched the, um, the season two post-winter break trailer mm-hmm. and... You know, we're not going to spoil any of that because yeah. some of it is... You know, Just like, phenomenal. Right. And so i got to get into this. Yeah. Big time. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. It's, it's going to be great. We've had the OT. We've had Lando. We now have Princess Leia. And even the throwbacks yeah. to Clone Wars, too, yeah, Exactly. Right? Yeah. 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 Rex in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cool. It's good yeah. stuff. I'd love to see the bounty hunter um, wear a cowboy hat. He's kind of like this clean Eastward kind of character. <laughs> you all you all there know who I'm talking about, but uh, that'd be neat to see. Uh-huh, so, yeah. bring it on. Nice little throwbacks for the yeah. fans. For the fans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So, switching gears here, we're going to switch over to Marvel. Talk a little bit about Thor 3. So, the director of Thor 3, whose name I'm not going to attempt to say... <laughs> He's been out uh, doing press for another movie he's got coming out. And so he's been getting a lot of questions about Thor Ragnarok. Yes. And he's been pretty free with some of the information, as has some of the cast members like Mark, Mark Ruffalo on that. Particularly as it, as it relates to Hulk's involvement and Hulk, Hulk's overall arc right. in Thor Ragnarok. So I'm going to say right here, spoilers. Yeah. Because uh, we're going to get into some details. Now there are rumors and all that kind of stuff. So the likelihood of be these being, you know fully accurate is probably pretty low yeah. but we're probably going to get some ideas here and some hints that are probably pretty close to what the you know overall story arc is going to be about so spoilers <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like we're gonna have thor and hulk everyone's yeah. pretty aware that we're gonna have both of them in this movie oh yeah um, and it's really the capacity of hulk and where thor is going to pick him up there's rumors that he's going to come to earth and right. grab him and stuff like that and at the ending of age of ultron we kind of had uh, Hulk just kind of flying off yeah. from the Quinjet in yeah. stealth mode, right? And I really thought that what they're going to do there is basically fire him off into space. Exactly. Um, the, yeah, exactly. Like they did the Illuminati did oh, in the comics. Yeah. And that didn't happen. They left it a bit more ambiguous, and which is fine. And I guess maybe they didn't know where they're going with the character exactly. or where they, you know, and so they kind of left this, this thread that, yeah, he could be off into space. Yeah. So it seems like he's f- somehow found his way off into space. Yeah. Off into some, maybe some sort of gladiatorial planet. Oh, yeah. Planet Hulk. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it looks like we're getting, whether it's a direct adaptation, probably not. Right. But maybe some elements plucked from the Planet Hulk storyline. Exactly. In Thor Ragnarok. When I first heard about Planet Hulk, and there's rumors that it's going to be part of the Guardians, and that made a lot of sense to me. I yeah. thought essentially the Guardians were going to find him on some planet. Exactly. And then in Infinity War Part 2, they were going to show up and be like, you know, we brought this guy, yeah. and the Hulk was going to fly off the the Milano or whatever, and just start destroying Thanos' army. Yeah, but it looks like we're going to get something different a little route. bit different, you yeah. know, a little bit more tweaked, a little bit more of a 
I think Mark Ruffalo referred to it as like some sort of like cosmic road trip or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that'd with, be cool. With Thor and um, and Hulk. So Okay, like a buddy cop film here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And their chemistry was pretty good in I Avengers really like 1. it. Yeah. Um, it wasn't at the focus really in Age of Ultron no. at all, but there's some really good moments in Avengers 1, like when he punches them. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And they have the fight and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and who doesn't like seeing those two fight? Right? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And it looks like we're going to get a little bit of elements of that again in, in this kind of portion of the movie maybe act one or whatever where i guess thor's gonna get banished for some reason or another right. and you know he finds himself on a planet fighting all these guys and eventually he finds hulk exactly and it looks like we're gonna get a hulk that is a little more intelligent you know a little yes. bit more merging of the banner and hulk personalities mm-hmm. which is which is pretty cool take on you know starting to see this intelligent hulk showing through yeah um and so it's gonna be probably a lot of cgi hulk yeah, not too much ruffalo. No, yeah. so but I guess he does all the the motion capture, right? Part, yeah, so. kind of Andy circuses it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it looks like he's going to be a big part of it still. But yeah. you know, pretty exciting to hear that you know they're they're really changing the formula on this Thor movie. It exactly. looks like it's going to probably set all out in the the other eight realms or whatever. Yeah, um, and out in space, I guess is is the better way to say it. <laughs> Um, so maybe the potential for a few nods to the Guardians movie, or maybe we'll get a nod in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Right, right. Um, and so it'd, it'd be interesting to see how they start to weave these two franchises together, because, you know, you could, in a sense, you know, have Thor and Guardians kind of playing off each other, just yeah. even subtle things. You know, I don't know if they're going to be chasing some sort of Infinity Jam. Beta or... Ray Bill, you know. Oh. There, there is... We don't know if he saw him or not in that movie, right? I've paused that know. scene yeah. so many right? times. <laughs> Or do you gather? I think it's him. <laughs> I think it is too. Like, I think it is too. You see just a big long red cape. Yeah. And being that, you know, the collector's uh, collection exploded or whatever. Right. You know, he could be out there. He could be free now. Right. And how crazy would that be? Or if he's on that planet Hulk, you know, oh. if they you know, because they did it in the animated short. I think you yeah. see Beta Ray Bill show. Yeah, up on and that you planet. do see the Guardians in that as well. In do the, you really? There's the planet. I don't know if we're talking about the same thing, but there's sure. the planet Hulk yeah. kind of cartoon or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. And if you look in the crowd, there's um, rockets there, Star oh, Lords there. That's awesome. The crowd. Yeah. yeah, they're just sitting there, and they're very quick. It's just that's like cool. you know, yeah. you blink, you miss it. And I, I just picked up on a cop. I can't remember who that's else, but so I'm pretty cool. sure I saw most of the Guardians. That's really cool. Um, okay. In there, and actually the um, aliens from Guardians of the Galaxy. I think they're the Scar or Skahari. Um, are they? Are they the red people? No, they're the actual planet. Part of that story's on has to do with those those aliens. They were plucked from that, I think, by okay. James Gunn. That's so cool. there's some ties there. I can't remember the, the exact names of the aliens. It's kind yeah. of that's bothering me now. <laughs> but I'll figure it out someday. <laughs> but that'd be that'd be really cool. And you know what? I think it's a good move too, because I think the Hulk can help definitely help the Thor franchise a little oh, yeah. bit, right? A yeah. little bit of a boost, you know. I I enjoy the Thor movies. Yeah. But they are the weaker of kind of the solo Avengers yeah, movies. Yeah. Um, and having that little boost, maybe a completely different take. You know, yeah. we don't have to worry about Earth. Hopefully we don't have to worry about Jane Foster <laughs> yeah. and Darcy or, or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, she's yeah. fine for just little quips. But Stay on Earth, Darcy. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need her out in space. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, last thing here about the MCU. So, I guess Civil War was shown to test audiences. Okay, yeah. And first of all, how the hell do you get that job? (laughs) (laughs) Or that privilege or whatever? Because I want that. Oh, I love it. (laughs) I will happily sit. Yeah. I'll do it for free. I don't know if you pay these people. Probably not, but... I will happily sit and watch your rough cut MCU movies. Any day. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it'll take a bit away from the experience, but 
y'all seeing it, whatever it is, wow. six months early? Yeah, that's incredible. Lucky. <laughs> It'll probably unfinished CGI, but yeah. I guess it's testing just through the roof. Wow. And again, I don't know where all this information comes from. <laughs> it comes from the internet. Someone could have made this up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but now we're putting it out there. So, you know, they're saying it's testing as good or better than Winter Soldier. Wow, that's incredible. Um, that movie was great. It's my favorite Marvel film. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, it's up there with amongst the best. Yeah. So it's definitely in the top three. Yep. And if Civil War can, you know, take that energy and take that tone and yeah. go, oh, man, we're in for something special oh, here, I think. Oh, boy. And there's all sorts of rumors about deaths and stuff like that we're not going to talk about because yep. I haven't looked at any of it and I don't want to hear about any exactly. of it. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we'll we'll kind of just stop there. But they're doing some reshoots, which I guess is pretty normal. Pretty common. Yeah. With, oh, yeah. Especially with Marvel movies. So I don't know if yeah. tweaking some fight scenes yeah. or... You know, maybe including a character more as exactly. you know, as these te- as they do these test screenings and stuff like that, and people say they really like Black Panther, want to see more of Black Panther. Right, absolutely. You know, they add in scenes with with characters and stuff like that. Um, yeah. You know, like in the in Thor two, some of the seal they added a lot of scenes with I Loki. Remember the, they had some reshoots, yeah, yeah that's right, um, and stuff like that. So yeah. nothing to be concerned about. It's, no, it's pretty normal not. for that sort of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's, it's, gonna, it's gonna be great. Those Russo brothers, they really know what they're doing, eh? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, they they're true fans and yeah. they're just masters at their craft. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's crazy for guys, especially coming kind of out of TV, of right? comedy too. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. yeah, it's interesting. So. Yeah, community. I think is that. What yeah, that's it? where they yeah. that's where they yeah. came from. Well, that's where they kind of made their name. I'm sure right. they've done other stuff. Yeah. Um, they've directed a few. I think they've directed a few episodes of uh, Agent Carter and stuff like that too. Okay, cool. But, yeah. And so they're on for both. Infinity War 1 and 2? Yeah. yeah. So they're doing the awesome. whole thing. So they're constructing... You know, essentially, they're taking three of the most important Marvel yeah. movies. Oh, you know, adapting Civil War yeah. and this two-parter Infinity War, which you know Marvel's been building to since 2008. Jeez. And they've taken that on. And yeah. so, you know, I think it's a good hands. Oh, yeah. yeah it's going to yeah, be good. It's, it's great. All right. So I think that wraps up our, our news segment for this week. And I think we'll jump into uh, New to Nerd for this cool. week. Cool. Yeah. Let's do it. So we're going to be talking comic book trades. So we've referred to trades, our trade paperbacks, once in a while on the show. And we thought it might be a good idea just to maybe kind of explain them in a bit more detail um, for those, you know, new to nerd. So a trader paperback is really just a a collection of single issues. It's usually five or six issues long. It's usually in kind of um, a softback or whatever. Yeah, or hard, yeah. Yeah, and they usually come out. A month or two after, say, an arc ends yeah. or something like that, or five or six issues. You know, there are people that are a bit upset, and I'd be interested in your opinion on this, that, you know, the whole trade market drives there only being five to six issue story arcs. We right. don't see these 10 or 12 10, yeah. issue story arcs because, you know, they're, they're saying, you know, we have to produce these books so that there's a start, a middle, and an end right. to them, sorry, as far as an arc-wise. So that can be a good and bad thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's one of those things that... You know, because it has a start and an end, yeah. it's easy for a reader to go and pick up exactly um, and read through. You know, you don't you don't necessarily need that full continuity because they're kind of setting you up with an, an internal arc within that ongoing exactly really to give you a flavor for the character. One good thing about them, and you know, I know both of us have gone back and done this, yeah. is some of the books, some of the older books in particular, some oh, of yeah. their events and stuff like that, are very hard and expensive. Yes, to find in single issues. Yeah. Good luck. And so they've collected some of these things. Like, I, that's how I read Civil War. Yep. That's how I read Secret Invasion, Siege, all those kind of 
events from kind of the the late or mid 2000s yeah that's how i went back and read them yeah um, i've since gone back and collected a lot of single issues but at that they're collectors and these things aren't really that collectible no right? no they're not they yeah. look great though oh yeah yeah and yeah they look great it's a great way to catch up on stories yeah and they're relatively cheap as they well. are yeah probably slightly cheaper than actually getting the single the full issues. runs yeah. yeah i'd say so yeah and they're pretty accessible as far as you don't have to go to a comic book shop which though we recommend you go recommend to your local to book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. bookshop yeah but you can get them at chapters, yeah. you know, I think HMP, HMP. yeah, yeah sells them, right. stuff yeah. like that. So they're a little more ready available. And so if you are out there kind of hunting for specific, particularly the stuff that's in the movies, they tend to focus on. So yeah. I'm assuming you're going to see a release of the Infinity Gauntlet. Or Civil War. Civil War, for sure, soon, yeah. I'm sure. Um, yeah. And they usually will release them. There's kind of multiple releases. They'll have kind of the older, like the comic original release of it yep. but then they're also i imagine they're going to do a civil war one that has the four prelude comics in it yeah that's right the whole civil war story yeah. and maybe a few other things like um the some of the fallen sun stuff yeah um Th- those the, are huge those ones yeah, yeah solid. and yeah. that'll give people a basis for kind of what, what civil war is and yeah. stuff like that and speaking of which before civil war comes out yeah we're going to do a full comic you know we're going to read through awesome. uh civil war we're going to give Kind of our thoughts, opinions cool. on it, and then we're gonna do predictions for the movie. So we're gonna do that a couple weeks before the awesome. movie comes. We're gonna, out. we're gonna have the whole crew, all three. Yeah, yeah. We're awesome. gonna do. We're gonna try the. I don't know if it'll be the first, but it'll be. Yeah. Uh, I think we're gonna try that with Deadpool. Awesome. Uh, we're gonna try to do the the trio out here. Oh and yeah, see, nice. See, see how that rolls. <laughs> That'll be great. Yeah, yeah no, the, the trades are good. Um, they're a great tool to dive into whatever books you're trying to get into as well, yeah. right? Like with Spider-Man, I went back and got the Masterworks just so I can have the whole history of it there. And then you can kind of ease your way into the the, tra- or the single issues, whichever way you like. But Exactly. And that, yeah. that's how I started reading Avengers, like when I went back to Avengers number one because I want to get some context and stuff like that. Yeah. After I figured out that that's not where I need to start. <laughs> yeah. um, that's why I got, you know, the first five or six trade paperbacks of, oh, yeah. of Avengers and that's, otherwise you're not going to read those. No. <laughs> no you're <laughs> you're really not, not. going to find those yeah. in single issues. As much so. as I love yellow backgrounds yeah. and pink backgrounds. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and they've gone back and, you know, reprinted these things, updated the coloring and stuff like that and, yeah. you know, it's it's a great way to get into, into comic books and it's an easy way to do it. Yeah. And like when we're talking about um, you know, DC having 50 issues oh, or something like that. Yeah. It's easy to go back and kind of catch up on if you want to get into the single issues, yeah. but you don't want to spend the time either going back and recollecting yeah. or anything like that or stuff is too expensive. You can use the trades as a way, like you said, as a tool to hop into continuity pretty quickly. Exactly. And really, some books or some ongoings read better oh, as yeah. trades. Yeah. And Definitely. That, like we had mentioned before, Secret Wars might read better as a trade. Right. Because it took so long to get out, you're having to go back and revisit and stuff like that. And, exactly. you know, if you don't have digital comics, you're having to pop out your single issues that are bored and bagged. Yeah. And so this is a really easy way to, you know, get these stories. And I know some people that buy the single issues and then eventually buy the trades because yeah. they want to be pulling out their collector's yeah, issues, it's, right? Yeah, that's a good tool to do too. Yeah, yeah. I did the whole... Uh, New 52 Wonder Woman run from issue one to, or volume one to six, and it's, it's a great read. Yeah. I, I, they changed creators, so didn't bother keeping up with that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Wonder Woman volume one to six, New 52, go out there and get it. It's great. Awesome. Yeah. All right, well, I think that wraps it up for New to Nerd, and I think it's we're going to jump here into our, we call our anchor segment, where we're discussing the all-new, all-different Marvel comics. At last, day. Eh? Yes. Yeah. So... You know, we've we talked about a couple of weeks ago the end of Secret Wars, 
and you know we were waiting to get into the, the comics here yeah. and we've had a couple of weeks now to read some of the uh the autumn goings that we've jumped into and we thought we'd kind of just you know go back through a little bit of what came before secret wars yeah. with marvel now uh discuss some of the highlights there and then go into in not a great amount of depth because there's a ton of books <laughs> Um, and just kind of poke through at some of the different highlights that we think that are in the, these new, all new, all different, you know, focus on in on some of our favorite books, where some of the characters are. Yeah. Um, and then kind of have an old wrap up discussion about, you know, what we're seeing the effects of Civil War, if any. Yeah. Um, and, you know, again, where some of these conflicts between characters that we're seeing, where we think they're going, maybe some predictions or stuff that we, we're looking forward to in the future. Right. You know, we talked about the end of the mega event yeah. <laughs> with Secret Wars. <laughs> And coming out of that, they launched into this all new, all different line. So Marvel has a tendency to rebrand, you know, what seems to be every year, year and a half, yeah, two years or something like that. Yeah. And so before Secret Wars, we were kind of in the midst of the Marvel Now yeah. rebrand. And it consisted, I guess, more or less of two different waves. It was the Marvel Now and then the all new Marvel exactly. Now. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, and Now was always cap-locked. So yeah. I felt like I always had to scream it. <laughs> And so again, this was kind of, I don't use, like to use the word reboot. Yeah. It's just kind of, I guess, a rebrand. Yeah. Um, that's the best way to say it. Yeah. yeah. And that all came out of Avengers vs. X-Men. So coming out of that, we were promised a big status quo change mm-hmm. within the Marvel Universe, the 616 continuity in particular. Yep. And we did see a big, big change. We did. On the X-Men side, the mutant side, Cyclops yep. took a huge turn. Yeah. Going well, from hero to villain, basically, right? Yeah, exactly. He became yeah. kind of a Magneto almost. Yes, yes. Uh, Had his own kind of, I won't say brotherhood, but kind of. Yeah, you know, like his uncanny X-Men, fighter, he yeah. has his own crew. We yeah. saw the emergence of the all-new X-Men, where yeah. we had the, the, the young kids. The original X-Men, yeah, pulled coming. from, I guess, the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, so that was really cool. And I actually, I don't read a lot of X-Books, but I read that almost all the way through. Yeah. It was really, really it, well it's done. It's really solid. It's a great jumping point for X-Men uh, readers, Yeah, it was. Too. We had the Infinity event. Yes. Which was probably one of my favorite events of the last, oh, yeah. I don't know, I'm going to say three, four, five, six years. So cool. Cap losing his powers. Yeah. And then we had Falcon taking up the mantle. Yeah. Yes. As Captain America, Sam Wilson, Thor become unworthy, right? And yeah. then the and then really this this handing off or changing of the guards, if you will, into the female Thor. Yes, yeah. still present. I guess it's uh, Jane Foster. Jane Foster. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had the emergence of the Inhumans as bigger players. Yeah, big focus on them. Now. Yeah, and big, big focus. I think that they're slowly changing out <laughs> characters that were X Men into Inhumans. <laughs> yeah. Um, Captain Marvel. Miss Marvel's gone to. Well, became Captain Marvel, yeah. I guess, during the whole run yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah. we had Miss Marvel. Yeah. Um, big character. You know, one of the, our first to kind of, as far as diversifying. Yeah. You know, it's fantastic to see stuff like that. Yeah. The revelation that Howard and Maria Stark aren't Tony's parents. Yeah. And yeah. that the actual heir to the Stark name is Arno. Right. His brother. Right. It's huge. The removal of the original Nick Fury. Well, the effective removal of the yeah. original Nick Fury. Yeah. Out of, you know, not so much at a continuity, but basically being replaced by Nick Fury Jr., who's right. very similar to, <laughs> to the movie, yeah, Counterpart. To, yeah. Ultimate yeah. Nick Fury. <laughs> and the twins, uh, we find out that Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, are actually not Magneto's kid. Yeah. Or, yeah, they're not nope. related to him. And yeah. so that was, that was, I thought they were, t- I'm not sure where they've gone with that. I yeah. thought they were turning them into humans. I think that's what they're trying um, to do. And because yeah. that, that made sense to me in my head. I thought that's what they're going to do in Age of Ultron. They're going to say they're in humans. Humans instead of miracles. Yeah. Miracles or yeah. The age of miracles. Yeah. Whatever they called it. Yeah. So, but I don't 
think that's really the way they went, but I thought that's that's how they're doing they're it. Gonna do they're going to yeah. change it in the comics. Yeah. And then we had the death of Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. another Marvel mainstay. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. And then the death of the Watcher as well. Yeah. Yeah. A two. A two. What's his name again? Do you know what Watu. A Watu. That's yeah. it. A Watu the it. Watcher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we had the, the death of him. Yeah. Venom's gone and joined the Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We saw and. Yeah, it's it's been you know the last couple of years since 2012, a lot has changed. A lot has changed. You know, now that I think of it, now that we're kind of running down this list, yeah, Marvel delivered on its promise. They did. You know, to change the status quo, to constantly evolving these characters. They did for better or for worse, right? Yeah. And you know, I'm gonna have to say, you know, I've said this numerous times. You know, I didn't want Steve Rogers to to lose his Super Soldier Serum, and I didn't want this you know certain things to change. But all this change has been great. It's been awesome. If you were to tell me that I would have liked a run where Doctor Octopus takes over Spider Man's yeah. body, body, I would have just laugh. That's at another you. big one. Right? Yeah. And it is huge, and I picked yeah. it up and I read all. I think it was about thirty three issue run. Phenomenal. Yeah, it's just great. Again, another big thing during that era was the Guardians. Yeah, you know, they really to the forefront of Marvel comics. Yes, yeah. yeah, big and push. So what we're seeing there from this Marvel now is we had this huge, huge change. Like I said, I didn't really realize it was that much. Yeah, we broke it down right here just now. I was like, do we need all new, all different? I mean, going that route, wow. So there's big shoes to fill for this all new, all different. Um, They can't be constantly tweaking these characters. And it looks like they've really maintained through Secret Wars these these big changes. They've maintained them through. Yeah. um, And into the other side of the all new, all different. Yeah. You know... We had the announcement of the all-new, all-different line, what was it, a, a year or so ago? I'd and, say, yeah. And it was, you know, coming out of Secret Wars, we we're going to have a new universe yeah. where we had the, you know, the combination of the 616 yeah, and the, the ultimate, ultimate continuity. Yeah. And here we are. We, we've, we've made it through Secret Wars. <laughs> and we're sitting now atop this massive list of, of comic books yeah. coming out from Marvel. The first of which we saw at Free Comic Book Day last year. Yeah. The all new, all different Avengers. We got kind of. I'm not sure if it's bits and pieces. I've only read a couple issues there, but we get a first look at the new team. Yeah, which is composed of kind of senior Avengers. Yeah, and also some new recruits, some youngsters. Yeah, uh, which is pretty cool. You know, when I first looked at, it, I was like, eh, you know, I don't love this. But now I've read a few issues. Yeah. I'm kind Good of believer. like, I, I like this. Yeah. You know, like, cool. I was a bit annoyed when my Nova is always going to be Richard Rider. Oh yeah, yeah, the adult. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I'd love to see him come back, but. Yeah. This, this this new young guy, he's all right. Yeah. And the new Miss Marvel, I never read her at all yeah. until this, and she's great too. Uh, yeah, I heard she's cool. I heard she's kind of reminiscent of the the first original Spider Man, like a young teen yeah. dealing with like all these powers and all these problems as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah just cool. like normal teenager problems. Yeah. yeah it's, it's really picked up on that. Yeah. So who's the core team we have for this? We have we have Iron Man, obviously. Iron Man, Jane Vision. Foster's Thor, Vision. Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson. And then we have Nova. Yeah. Miles uh, Morales. Miles Morales and Miss Marvel. Okay. I think that's all. So the team has it. Do you think it's gone smaller now to just stick with this, or that's the core group, or are we going to still have this huge like Avenger world? Of no, I think characters? yeah, that's. I think they've really scaled down the yeah, Avengers. I think that's a good thing. Not yeah. so much in number of books, right? No, definitely not. <laughs> but they seem to have segregated into very small teams that have their own kind of drivers, and then it don't seem to be this more or less cohesive unit. Because, like, yeah, because we saw this Avengers world in Hickman's run, it yeah. was this, you know, let's make the Avengers Everyone bigger, Avenger. you know, and, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Everyone was an Avenger. Yeah. That's really spinning out of the Bendis, Bendis era, yeah. too, right? Yeah. Where Spider-Man, Wolverine, all those guys Everyone, yeah. were made Avengers. It was like the best of the best of Marvel were Avengers. Yeah. 
But yeah, that was a big thread in Hickman's. It was like Avengers world, Avengers universe. Yeah. And the universe started to respect the Avengers as their protectors. But it looks like we've come way back yeah, from that. Yeah, just brought it down. Yeah, and yeah. you have kind of these kind of single groups that we'll talk about in a little more detail as we get a bit further on in here. Cool. But I'm, I'm really loving what's what's coming out of this stuff. And, yeah. you know, we saw the first few images not too long after Free Comic Book Day. We remember they had those... Um, kind of card backs or whatever they released that kind of had all the new characters all the new costumes yeah. you know, we saw thing as part of the guardians oh, yeah. you know we saw that nova and miss marvel going to be a, a big part of it doc strange with a big axe yeah which was cool daredevil yeah. the new suit black with the red kind of combat gloves going on yeah. there yeah. old man logan yeah yeah, yeah. So we're the new wolverine yeah exactly exactly yep. so we're starting to see that you know even though we were coming out of an era in the Marvel Now where there was a lot of changes, we're still going to get the evolution of these characters yeah. and bring back some favorites like Old Man Logan and stuff like that. Exactly, yeah. So as far as I can see, Marvel has, I've counted 66 or 67 <laughs> new ongoing, ongoing, not just miniseries, ongoing titles. Wow. And for comparison, I counted at towards the end of all new or the all new Marvel Now, there was about 50 to 55 books. Right. So we're already seeing a step change in the amount of content that Marvel's putting out post-Secret Wars. It's a lot of books. And we'll probably see some of these kind of fade off and disappear. You know, know, some of these comics can't probably sustain a long, like, 30, 40 issue run or something like that. You will probably see a lot of these series drop off and then be replaced by stuff like, you know, we have Black Panther that comes out in April. Yeah. And stuff like that. So, you know, I wouldn't expect to stay at this volume for too long because it's not really sustainable, especially no. when you're looking at, you know, your big mainstays or your Iron Man. Exactly. Your like these that. big guys can barely make it to 48, 49 themselves. Yeah, exactly. Let alone, you know, these C-listers, B-listers. So, But it's nice to see them kind of exploring stuff. And, Definitely. You know, there's some books that we'll talk about here in a little bit that have been pulled kind of right out of maybe the success of Secret Wars, something yeah. like Weird World or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Black Knight, some other stuff like that, that, yeah. that we're getting, which is, it's pretty cool to see them, you know, kind of pulling off of that and giving the fans really, sure. you know, what they want. They've seen, they've, they've seen the reception that some of these books are getting and they're yeah. saying, well, you want some more of that content? Yeah. Like we got a book with Devil Dinosaur in it. Yeah. You yeah. Know, he was great. the yeah. champions, I think with uh, yeah. Maestro. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Yeah. So it works exactly. Out. Yeah. So to kind of break this down into something that's a bit more simple, We've kind of categorized the books into eight larger groups so that we're not just kind of running down. And we're not just going to run down and say, you know, we got Spider-Man 2099, we got this, that. We're just going to kind of pick a few out of these larger groups and, you know, just kind of really go through some of the books that we're reading. And the way we've kind of split up, so we've got Spidey books. Yes. Which there's 10 of. Wow. (laughs) Holy smokes. That's a lot. We got Guardians, which we have eight eight books. And I've included oh. Nova into that as well. Okay, Because yeah, he's kind sense. of the Guardians or whatever. Yeah. X-Books, seven. Avengers, what I've called Avengers Team Books. And I've included the S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff in there. Okay. As well. Yeah. Um, as far as the Avengers Team Books. We have eight of those. And then the big one here is, it's, it's kind of a, somewhat of a catch-all, but I've called it kind of uh, the Avengers ongoing solo issues. Oh, okay. So we have like the issue, like so we have Vision, right. Black Widow, Iron Man, Iron Man yeah. with have multiple books, Cap, yeah. stuff like that. Thor, all that. Yeah. yeah, all those guys that are what I would consider kind of past or present Avengers. Right. Um, that don't really fall into any other category. Yeah. As far as X-Men or something like that. Huge. And then we have Inhumans, uh, which have maintained kind of like a three to four book through Marvel now and now still have kind of those three to four books. Yeah. So still seeing them being pushed as you know, an alternative maybe to X-Men. Yeah. 
And then uh, kind of our street level, yeah, which is your Daredevils, Punishers, Moon Knight, stuff like that. And then kind of the last one is <laughs> the, the miscellaneous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, Black Knight, yeah. um, Starbred and Night Mask, stuff like that. I just kind of check those guys in there. So yeah. there are ones, and these are ones, you know, I'm not saying that some of these guys don't have huge followings. I'm not a particular fan of a lot of these books yeah. as far as in the miscellaneous. You know, I'll pick up a couple just to try to check them out. Yeah. But these are the ones I would assume are going to kind of trickle off. You know, we'll probably see seven to 15 issue runs of these and then maybe these characters will be flipped into an Avengers book. Yeah, like I'd imagine so. Guardian, something like that. Yeah. But to no surprise, we're getting a lot of Avengers books. Oh, yeah. A yeah. lot of Spidey surprise, stuff. Surprise. Yeah, which is crazy. I mean, yeah. for Spider-Man, 10 comics for Spider-Man. That's, yeah. That blows me away. And that's all variations. Yeah. That's Spider-Gwen, Spider-Man, Miles, the Web Warriors, stuff like yeah, that, right? Spidey. Yeah, Spidey. Yeah. And then also... You know, a lot of Guardians books, too. Yeah, which, it was the eight there, right? Yeah, which yeah. I'm really happy about. For a group of books yeah. that were non-existent, yeah. really, prior to 2012. Yeah. You know, and now to have not only multiple team books, but also basically all the Guardians. And Gamora's getting a, an ongoing cool. um, in the future, too. So we're going to have almost all the Guardians having their own ongoing oh, series yeah. as well. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. And... There's also a lot more X content than I thought there was going to be. Yeah, you know, with the you know the emergence of Old Man Logan again, right. a fan favorite. You know, we stuck in Deadpool into there, and you know we have the old Wolverine and then the mainstay team books, which we, and we still have the young X Men. Yeah. And so a lot more than that. I thought they were really going to scale back and scale up the Inhumans. Yeah, I thought they would kind of trim the fat on the X-Men and, and pumped out more great content for Inhumans. Yeah, yeah, but it looks like we're getting a, a shift back to, you know, supporting the the kind of the X-World yeah. of it all, which is, is good. Good on Marvel for Yeah, that is cool. I am happy about that. I heard Extraordinary X-Men is a great series actually to hop yeah. into. Yeah, and Old Man Logan came out last Wednesday, so yeah. go out there and grab that. Yeah. <laughs> and the big absence is Fantastic Four. Yeah, nowhere um, to be seen. The first yeah. family of Marvel. Yeah, exactly. Incredible. We all kind of knew that was going to happen. Yeah, and I don't particularly agree with what Marvel's doing here because yeah. you know this really shows kind of the the basic infighting that we have. What seems to be between Fox and Marvel Studios exactly. over the rights, yeah. and this is bleeding into the comic world yeah and i spoke a little bit at like last week that you know i'm happy that we are getting kind of this cinematic creep and stuff like that yeah. but when we see it affecting particularly some of the marvel mainstays like the fantastic yeah. four it does hurt the comic industry to a degree that we do have that much influence um and you know coming out of secret wars we spoke about this a bit was we knew that it was ending yeah and it's unfortunate that it's gone that way yeah it is i mean it's a great send-off but yeah. um it is unfortunate. I mean, we we still get Human Torch in Astonishing. No, it's uh, Uncanny Avengers. Uncanny Avengers. That's yeah. right. And then we get Thing and Guardians, which is which is cool. But it is a, a shame that we don't get, you know, Reed Richards himself, right? And yeah, exactly. Woman. That's that's something else. So um, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I guess it's totally due to movie rights. It seems that right? way. Like it's yeah. they've been very, very transparent about the <laughs> fact that they want the Fantastic Four. Particularly, I think they want like Silver Surfer and Guardians yeah, and, so. and stuff like the Scrolls, yeah, stuff like that. Back Doctor Doom, maybe. Um, but their a, sales too are pretty low. I think yeah. the comic sales for Fantastic Four they, they kind of struggled. I mean, they went to they killed off Human Torch and then went to the Future Foundation. Yeah. 
and then they went back to the Fantastic Four and they've kind of been all over the place from there mm-hmm. and the run in the Ultimate World was kind of funny as well Yeah. towards the end so I think they're kind of in a state right now they don't know what to do with them yeah, right? yeah. and maybe that is maybe it's yeah. best to pull back that, you know that's, yeah. that's a very good point because like it might be a, a good way to pull back reevaluate these characters yeah. and just not put them out to, to have them out there just have them out yeah there. exactly yeah. so you know what's worse having really bad Fantastic Four stories yeah. or something that's not an effort's being put into or none at all exactly and you know I'm sure we'll see these characters oh yeah pop back together up again as a team for the meantime Spider-Man's just gonna have to hold on to the Baxter building which is yeah. going on right now anyways it's Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. well that's a great segue let's, let's jump right into it let's talk cool. about some Spider-Man books here cool so like I said we got a huge list of them 10 oh yeah we're not going to detail all these things, but yeah. I know you're a big Spider-Man reader. Oh, yeah, what are you reading day. right now? Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man. I've picked up Spidey, which I haven't read yet. I'm going to get into Spider-Man 2099. I'm probably the only person out there that's never really been big into Spider-Man 2099. Yeah, the other uh, one's sitting right beside you. <laughs> yeah, right. I know a lot of people out there love uh, Miguel O'Hara, but uh, me, I'm a classic Amazing Spider-Man person. And obviously, I'm going to stick with Miles. I have the yeah. whole Miles run, the whole Ultimate Run with Spider Man. So, so that comes out this week, right? That comes out this Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. So, I'm going to be getting into that. Oh too. yeah, that's that's going to be great. But yeah, it's a really great take on Peter Parker in his life. He's he's grown, which is great to see. You know, because not too many comic characters throughout the years really grow. We've seen this guy go from 16 to about maybe 29, 30, and you know he's on top of his game. He's no longer just taking pictures. He Owns his own company and he's he's making moves like Tony Stark basically. So yeah. So have they explained yeah. how he got super rich and well, why he owns the Baxter Building now? Going back to the whole uh, Marvel now, after the Superior Spider-Man run, I guess during the Superior Spider-Man run, Doc Ock actually controlling Spider-Man, you know, being in his body, actually became a doctor himself, but as Peter Parker, and he's working for a certain company. And he went along on his own, brought another employee with him, and made his own Parker Industries, basically. Okay. And he funded the Parkle, part, sorry, Parker Particles. That's kind of hard to say. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, uh, basically, Doc Ock started his own company and just became huge. But then, Peter took the body back and just kept going with it from there. And oh, okay. uh, now he has this huge industry. So, going out of Secret Wars, they've just kind of picked right back up from there about eight months later. And Peter Parker's on his A-game running this uh, Parker Corpse, I believe. Okay, because yeah. that's interesting because I thought, because having not read any really the Spider-Man pre-Secret Wars or even post right here now, yeah. is I thought it was something that was developed It was in that eight months. All of a oh, sudden we had like a really rich Peter Parker. Right. I thought it was something like that. Okay, so it oh, is it okay. is going back into that continuity pre-Secret yeah, Wars so and cool. building off that. Exactly, uh, okay. exactly. Okay, that makes yeah. a bit more sense. Because yeah. right? I was like, you know, this eight month cap, like what yeah. happened? Yeah, there? that's but incredible. Also, like Peter Parker's, like <laughs> this, you know, Tony Stark. Tony Stark, he's global. Right? He's he's working in Japan. He's all over. And, and for all you Batman Incorporated fans, it's kind of touches on that a little bit, where he has other people in the Spider Man mantle all over the world being Spider Man without people knowing who's under that costume, okay. right? So it's kind of Spider Man all over. Uh, going back to the nineties, the Prowler yeah. is actually taking on the role of spider-man if oh. peter can't be there so it's cool you got a Very good cool. dynamic of peter parker and the prowler and human torch from fantastic four they've always had a good chemistry yeah so you get to see them touch on that and spider-man runs the things out of the baxter building so really great run go out there and pick it up it's, it's awesome really yeah. cool and now this spidey it's it's chronicling some older stories right yeah it's kind of funny yeah yeah, so yeah. It's, it's kind of not in like the main post-secret wars continuity it's gone back to somebody's yeah younger, so right? i guess because we don't really know what's gone on with this eight-month gap but i guess 
going after Secret Wars, time has changed somehow. So the Spidey comic is a big prequel going back 2016, 17, uh, early career of Spider-Man. So it's just stories that we've never really heard of, I guess. Stories yeah. we've never really read, which don't really take away from the original stories you've read of Spider-Man okay. or the future stories. So, so kind of in-between stories yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. Little adventures and stuff. Yeah. Okay, so they could have a lot of fun with that, you know, yeah. you know yeah. picking up on old threads. And I wonder, it'd be interesting as someone that's had... You know, a lot of experience of reading those older books. If they kind of tie into those, it'd be it'd probably it'd be, little hints and nods yeah. and stuff like that to different events going on in that. It'd be neat to see. It's it, the only kicker is is if you go back to again the um, I think Marvel now. So if you go back to 2015 when they relaunched Spider Man again, Spider Man number one, they did another Spider Man number one point five, I think, which is again a retelling of Spider Man's origin story and they oh, threw really? another character. So it's kind of funny that they're going back again for. How many other times they've done, done it? So interesting, yeah. interesting. That's yeah. different. That's different. And then we yeah. also have Spider Gwen. They're continuing with her big fan favorite. Yeah, a lot of people love her. They reacted yeah. well to her, which is which is cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I haven't read that at all. You know, and I've heard nothing but good things. But, yeah, you know that's out there. You know, it looks like she's going to be kicking ass again. You yeah. know, going up against Kingpin, Matt Murdock, stuff like that. Yeah, the cool take, I guess, Spider Man or Peter Parker in that universe is the yeah. wizard. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's in a different universe, right? Yeah, yeah so which it's... is funny because I thought the whole purpose of the Secret Wars was to get rid of all these other pocket universes. But I guess Gwen, Spider-Gwen, is in another universe, so she's not on Prime Earth. Okay. Yeah. So I was, like, I was reading about it because I haven't read it or anything like that, right. and I was really confused. It's yeah. like, because I guess Peter Parker, I don't know if the stuff I was reading, I guess, I guess he's died in that universe now? He did. He was yeah. a lizard and he died somehow. Okay, but, yeah. okay so yeah. it's, it's not interesting that yeah. they haven't brought her into the, the main prime continuity. That's just it, which we don't know if they are with that whole yeah. who, what's the, the new line they're coming out with? Uh, someone dies or... Oh, Dead No More. Dead No More. So yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's interesting, yeah. Yeah. And then you have other stuff like Carnage in there, yeah. and there's a Spider-Man Deadpool crossover, yeah. so stuff like that. So, you know, Spider-Man getting lots Plenty of love. Plenty of Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah, and I'd imagine this is going to continue to go forward, because once we get now Spider-Man oh, yeah. into the Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, <laughs> you know, we're probably going to see, you know, either these books continuing through, or maybe other team-up books, like a Spider-Man yeah. Cap book, or right. Spider-Man Iron Man book, or something like That's that. That's right. Which would be pretty cool. Yeah, because we do have the Spider-Man Deadpool as yeah. well, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Deadpool's really, really hitting off. And we'll talk about yeah. it when we go to the X, section, or X cool. section of this. But, you know, he seems to be popping up as another Marvel favorite, and rightfully so with the, the movie coming uh, yeah, out. The great here. promoting yeah. team they have behind yeah, them. Exactly. Wow. exactly. Yeah, exactly. So next up we have the Guardians books. Like I was saying before, you know, we have eight books here. And this is something that was, you know, relatively non-existent as far as what I'd call like a Marvel main book. Yeah. But it's really gone to the forefront here. Awesome. And, you know, I spoke about it and recommended some of the stuff that Abnett and Landing did as far as rebuilding the cosmic foundation for Marvel Comics. Oh, yeah. Back in 2007 with, uh, or 2006, I think, uh, Annihilation, Annihilation Conquest, and developing this team, this new modern-day Guardians team, which is what the movie took its direct yeah. cues from. Oh, yeah. And it's really great. You know, Bendis then took that and built that up in the new the new Guardians Volume Three. And he's done a great run, eh? Yeah, he's, yeah. You know, a lot of people don't like Bendis, but I really like what he's done with the Guardians. Yeah. You know, I like what he's doing with Iron Man right now. Yeah, I love his work. And, yeah. and you know, he's he's taking these characters, and this out of any book that I've read yeah. has you know, and I, I said it before, I'll call it the cinematic creep, <laughs> um, where we see the movie really influencing these characters. Yeah. 
And it's interesting because, you know, the movie takes its cues from the 2008 comic run. Right. And now the comic books are taking its cues from the <laughs> movies movie. to a degree as far as character design and stuff like that. Yeah. Not so much as team members because, you know, in the main book here, like back in the Marvel Now, we saw the team filling it with Agent Venom, I guess yeah. he's called. And then we're now we're getting the thing. Yes. Um, and we've got the new Star Lord is Kitty Pride. Yeah. And which is awesome because she was then her relationship with Peter Quill was one of the best parts of the, the later part of, of Bendis' run pre Secret Wars. Cool. And there's a, a Star Lord and Kitty Pride book in Secret Wars that's really good. Yeah. Um, it's playing with Kitty Pride's ultimate uh, counterpart. Counterpart. Yeah. And the 616 Peter Quill. Cool. So that's really cool to see that dynamic. Yeah. And she ended up with these like major cosmic powers, which haven't seen yet if she's carried those through Whoa, Secret Wars. Okay. Because that came out of the Black Vortex right. uh, crossover event with the X-Men. And so she seems to be kind of uh, you know one of the main characters now in this new Guardians book, which yeah. I'm completely happy with. She's taken on the Star nice. Wars, or Star Lord, Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> uh, mantle. And so where's Star Lord during so, this whole? So he has he's in the the main title book or whatever the Guardians. Uh, he also has his on, own ongoing. But so at the end of or just before Secret Wars, there was the Black Vortex crossover event, which had Peter Quill's father, Jason of Spartax, essentially go kind of rogue. He blew up the Kree homeworld of Hala, oh, yes. which has big implications in the Guardians books, and Peter Quill was basically responsible for ousting him as the king of this planet right um and then he subsequently got elected the king of spartex so he's now sitting on the throne oh. and it's kind of cool because they, they they're developing this character like you know he's he's got all these people around him all these advisors and he's really yeah. bored and then the guardians <laughs> show up and then essentially what we have is because the the kree homeworld was blown up yeah. and the the supreme intelligence died and stuff like that uh, we don't know the the fate of Ronan or anything like that. And I really thought coming out of Secret Wars that that was all going to be fixed. I Great. Thought, I thought, oh, they're taking these all these opportunities to do all this crazy stuff, pre cool. Secret Wars, yeah, and retcon it, and and then you know essentially after Secret Wars retcon it and say, oh no, Hala's back and the Kree are back. Yeah. But they they stuck with that continuity wow. and essentially the Kree have been at least from their home world has been completely annihilated. Yeah. And one of the accusers, uh, she's taken the name Hala, which is the Kree home world. Uh, she's shown up on, on Spartax and basically said, I'm going to destroy Spartax and I'm going to destroy Earth because she blames the Guardians oh. um, for the destruction of the Kree homeworld. Interesting. And so that's where Peter Quill is. So, you know, I'm only, I think, to the third or fourth issue here. And so they're essentially, the Guardians are trying to fight her and she's super powerful. Nice. And, it's off to a good start. Yeah, fantastic start. And how about Angel? Was Angel was introduced in the Guardians too, right? Like she was pulled from another comic company oh yeah, that, yeah yeah is she yeah. still yeah. hanging around them with them no or? so she was in the original sin yeah as angela 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 yeah. sorry yeah that's right um in original sin she was revealed to be thor's sister, sister that's right yeah and she's kind of shifted over into like the thor realm of of, oh, okay. of comics yeah and she's actually got her own ongoing series can't remember exactly what it's called right but so she's kind of sitting over in there because she played a big part in kind of the original sin yeah. there and then following on through some of the thor stuff that's right because um, he got revealed that when the the watcher's eyeball yeah. was, was firing off that all the cool. secrets and stuff like that yeah uh, so she's not present right now in the book oh, okay she was popping in and out in the the later part of of, of the run pre-secret wars uh, but not right now okay and then we also have 
the Guardians of Infinity book, right. which again, so all these seem to be the Guardians in particular. There's all these different adventures, and they seem to be all kind of taking place at relatively the same time. Yeah. But Dan Abnett, he was he did the original Guardians run and stuff like that from He's, the 70s. No, from the oh, 2008. Sorry, the, okay. the revamped. And it's interesting you say the 70s <laughs> because this uh, Guardians of Infinity is basically picking up a bit where Guardians 3000 left off. Oh. So that was a, a short run that was done pre-Secret Wars again yeah. in the Marvel Now, which which uh, dealt with uh, the original Guardians. So like our, our Vance Astros, our Martin X, Charlie 27s, Nikki, stuff like that. So Yondu, these guys. So that was a, a book that was recently put out. Cool. And this Guardians of Infinity is now that team the present day guardians yeah. as well as the guardians of year 1000 holy smokes um so i've only read the first issue of that yeah. but essentially there's like this machine that kind of uh, warps space and time so they kind of all go into it and they kind of all meet and we end up with oh. three different teams teams of the guardians guardians which cool. is fantastic and i'm so happy to see that those guardians 3000 because i you know you go back and try to read some of those old guardians oh yeah they're <laughs> it's a chore very hard to read <laughs> But yeah. like characters like Charlie Twenty Seven and Martin X and Vance Astro and stuff like that, they're Yondu. Like they're great characters. Yeah. And I'm happy they're bringing them back into kind of Marvel continuity yeah. and kind of mixing it up with the Guardians and stuff like that. Because they kept doing like uh, where the Guardians would go back in time or forward in time and yeah. stuff like that, and they have them constantly cross over because they crossed over a bit in the 2008 run as well. Okay. Um, so we're seeing those characters reemerge here in ongoing series, which is nice. great. Done by one of the guys that constructed the reconstructed the cosmic universe. So awesome! Great to see that. You and think uh, going into Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, the movie, you will see any of these old school, the OGs, you could uh, say, of uh, the Guardians? I would love that. So we see yeah. Yondu already, right? Yeah. So he's been pulled directly from that. And he was great. Better, in there. yeah. He's yeah. awesome. And I would love to see like a Van Sastre. He carries around Captain America's shield. Oh, cool! Yeah, and Martin X is another like. And Charlie Twenty Seven just this big, huge hulking guy, yeah. and yeah, it would be great. Yeah. You know, they they have such a weird, obscure character base to pull from. Yeah, and the way that James Gunn is developing these movies, I don't put it outside of the any sort of question yeah. as to whether or not he's going to start pulling on these. Right. You know, because we got word like talked about last week, Eagle the Living Planet, right? Stuff like that. So uh, yeah, I think these guys. He's basically got this again huge platter of characters, characters. that he can pull from, yeah. and. The, they're weird and obscure enough that even just a, a, a name drop or something right. would be super stoked. Adam for. Warlock. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love it. I'd love that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's great. And then we got like Rock and Groot crossover. So just yeah. a team up book, just kind of chronicling their stories. I've thrown Nova in here. It's Sam Alexander and his long lost fathers come back. So we have two Novas again. So maybe Ooh. we'll start to see the building of a, of a Nova Empire Nova again. Corp, yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Nice. And like I said, you know, we've got all these ongoings of the solo. So there's a, a Drax, which is being done, written by a wrestler, CM Punk. Oh, no way. WWE. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So something a bit different yeah. there. He's kind of a brawler and something really? like that. Cool. Yeah, I got Star-Lord, Venom book. Yeah. And then Silver Surfer as well, which I wasn't a huge fan of, of the, the Marvel Now stuff. So Yeah, I saw that. I wasn't a fan of the art, too. No, the I art was like, a bit off. It was yeah. a, bit, you know, a bit too psychedelic. Why well, is that the word I was looking for? Psychedelic, yeah. yeah. It kind of was reminiscent of the, the old 90s cartoon, maybe maybe early 2000s yeah, cartoon. Yeah, I feel like yeah. you know, some of you know, a little uh, drugs or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, with their colors and stuff like that. So. Yeah. No, but I'm super stoked about where we're getting out of the Guardians world yeah, here. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great you universe. Know, yeah, this yeah. is... Probably, you know, outside of some of the Avengers books, this is probably my favorite line right That's now. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I've gotten into a lot of this other stuff, but, yeah. you know, right now I'm, it's, they're 
for sure sitting on my pull list. Most nice. of these Guardians books. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, so we're hard only, to cut down. <laughs> well, yeah, we're only we're only two of the eight groups in, and my pull list is already where I full as you know as far as the seven or eight books. So right, I'm in trouble. <laughs> so next up, we got our X books, the X continuity. Awesome. And like we said before, I'm I'm quite shocked at how many books there actually are. Yeah, and I'm happy to see that some that are, seem to be in continuity, some out of continuity. Yeah. But you know, the big one here is that Old Man Logan, and I know oh, you're a yeah. huge fan. Oh, it's it's great, Old Man Logan. It's been a long wait. Yeah, yes, is, yeah, is it? This is the old man Logan plucked out of the Secret Wars. Yeah, so it's interesting because before we had Secret Wars, we had the original old man Logan, uh, Mark Millar, that wrote it. I believe he also did uh, Civil War. So yep. he did the old man Logan run and just, just blew everybody away. Yeah. And so the cool thing is they actually tied that same story from that old man Logan into Secret War. So it's oh. all connected. So you can go out there and get it all, and it's all the same story. Right on. And they've pulled him now from Secret War into the six months well i guess you'd have to say primer yeah. universe now so he's this old man logan out of time in this new world but with you know uh, recognized faces it's it's great um i picked it up i haven't read it yet i'm sure i won't be disappointed it's, no. it's just been a great run everything's been great it's really cool there, that they're, so. they're pulling the continuity right through there i right thought it was going to be something different so yeah yeah it's, that's it's, great yeah and this is one of the ones that we're actually seeing that they're they're pulling so pulling out directly out of Secret Wars. Yeah, because to some degree, and I don't know if I'm missing something. Yeah, and you know we'll talk maybe a little bit more when we get to the Avengers section. But there's not a lot of reference to Battle Battle World, World. to exactly. Secret Wars. So I don't know if there's they're building towards something or right. if it's a completely dead thread. Yeah, but I don't like because there's that eight month gap, right? Yeah, and it just seems like you can read right through. Skip Secret Wars. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend doing that. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> but you could read right through, and they've picked up right right where Marvel now exactly. left off. So I don't know if there's going to be some sort of significant kind of revelations right. or anything like that. I think if that's going to be an event of its own, like I don't know. But going back to Spider-Man, like I said, if you go to Marvel now, Spider-Man, if you read that all the way through after Spider-Verse, and then go into all new different Amazing Spider-Man. No talks of Secret Wars. No, it's the yeah. same with Guardians too. Like they've literally picked up, and you know the Invinci- or the Invincible Iron Man book is the same thing. Both yeah. Bendis books. He's literally, it's like he stopped writing for six or months or whatever yeah. it was, and just literally picked up. There's even references to really early on in the original relaunch of of Iron Man in the Invincible Iron Man book wow. of, of little things when he was off in space with the, with Guardians. the Guardians. No so way. making reference in wow. this book. Yeah. And so it's like it's almost like that <laughs> it didn't happen. Right. So I don't know if people if it's been blocked out and well, that's I, what I don't wondering. know. Especially you and I were talking it's like especially going back to Iron Man here and Cap like pretty sure one of those guys killed each yeah. other, right? Yeah. So and now they're they're back and so there's no mention of that. So it's it's, it's interesting to see, um, especially characters like Miles and Old Man Logan. Yeah. They have such a big take in Secret War. So it's interesting yeah. to see. Yeah, yeah. And then we're getting we talked about the all new X Men. So we're getting that young squad in there yeah. still. All new Wolverine X twenty three. Yeah. So we're getting a different portrayal of of of, of a fan favorite in, yeah. in Wolverine. So oh yeah, yeah, definitely. It'd be interesting to see if he's the one that ends up coming back. Exactly. If they bring old man, well, I got not old man Logan, but if they bring back Wolverine, yeah, yeah, a lot of speculation with that one. Yeah, so it'd be interesting. Yeah. So and then we get the X Men Night Two. So it's kind of picking up on that again, another Secret Wars book that seemingly was a fan favorite. Yeah. And it's picking up on the old cartoon kind of. Yeah. Uh, the, the legacy there, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be interesting. So next up here we got 
Avengers books. So we've got this split into two different sections. We've got our team books. Yeah. About eight of them. That's including the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. book and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, one of the ones I'm most excited for is this A-Force book. Okay, yeah. Um, I read the the miniseries that was contained in, in Secret Wars, and but it's kind of an all-female right. oh, okay. uh, Avengers team. Sweet. Um, I can't. It's led by She-Hulk or, or um, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. One of the two. I, can, in, I think in Secret Wars it was led by She-Hulk. Yeah, I think so. And so a great read there. Cool. And it looks like that this is another one that's pulling a little bit. So there's a character called Singularity in there. Okay. And she shows up in the in the Prime Universe, oh. Prime Earth or whatever, and no one recognizes her, but she recognizes the characters. Oh. So it's kind of interesting take on uh-huh. that. Um, so we'll see where that goes. So that might be like the first little glimpse we see of Secret War and yeah. us connecting. Okay, cool. So I'm pretty pretty stoked about that. Yeah. So this is looking great. And then we got Uncanny Avengers. Yeah. That's the Unity Squad. Yeah. And they've added in humans into that now. Yeah, Deadpool's so. in there, I think, yep. too. Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool. Yeah, he's working with uh, Steve Rogers Steve as Rogers. a leader. Yeah. yeah, cool. And so it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and that's picking up again on Uncanny Avengers was kind of the X-Men Avengers Unity Squad. Now they've picked up in humans. And yeah. It's really the show, the populace, that, you know, we can all work together yeah, and be a team and stuff like yeah. that. So they got some really cool characters in there. Human Torches in there, Spider-Man, yeah. Rogue. Yep. And then Cable, Deadpool, stuff like that. That's right. And I think they touch upon that, that mist that's yeah, still off the, mutants. Yeah, Terrigen Mist. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, the first issue is, uh, one of the, I can't remember, it's Rogue's all beat up from it right. from flying through yeah. it. And so they're trying to, to help her out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, great stuff. Cool. And then an Ultimates book, you know, Black Panther's in there. He's the lead in that one, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, him and Blue Marvel. Yes, yeah. And so, you know, and then New Avengers, which is, again, a cool little spin on AIM, actually. Sunspot, who bought AIM yeah. in uh, in the in Hickman's run there. And that was really was a focus of Avengers World. Yeah. And now he's calling it the Avengers Idea Mechanics. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess they've kind of gone a bit rogue. They're they're kind of on their, they have their own uh, sovereign island yeah. and stuff like that. So it'd be interesting to see where they take that. Again, it's another, these teams that the Avengers are building aren't your typical Avengers teams. No. These are, you know, this one contains like Sunspot, Songbird, Squirrel Girl, Hulkling, wow. Power Man, White Tiger. So a lot of oh, characters okay. that, you know, a lot of people aren't super familiar with, including yeah. myself. Right. So it'd be interesting to see what they do here. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they're considered, I guess, fugitives of the U.S. Wow. and stuff like that. But they're on their own sovereign territory, yeah. kind of like Aim Island was. Right. And so Luke Cage is not in this then. Because he was kind of like the no. the mascot for the new Avengers. That yeah, moment, so that he? was yeah. in the original Bendis run. Right. So Hickman's run, Luke Cage. So at the end of Bendis' run, he, him and uh, Jessica Jones yeah. actually took off with their baby. Oh, okay. Um, and said they didn't want to do any fighting. But yeah. Luke Cage just got... He's, he, it's, he came back in, I think it was Mighty Avengers. Right. Um, which is a run that came out of AVX. He's back in this continuity. I think he's there's a Power Man and Iron Fist. Yeah, book. yeah, there is one. It yeah. makes sense for the... The TV yeah, exactly. Tying a bit into that yeah. Netflix series. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then we got Howling Commandos. We got Dum Dum Duggan leading a, a squad. Oh yeah, love and that then, name. Yeah, it's so great. <laughs> Agents of Shield again. Yeah. It's just focusing on Coulson. Coulson yeah. And then we talked already a bit about the only all different Avengers, which is like the main. Yeah, which book, is right? yeah, that would be the main book that cool. has kind of your four big Avengers in Vision, Thor, Iron Man, and Cap. And then we have her Miles and Nova and Miss Marvel. Awesome in there, so yeah, that's looking looking good. You know, I'm I'm gonna probably get about half of these, yeah, uh, particularly a force and all new, all different, cool. And then just I'll probably try a single issue of some of these to see if I like. And one of the good things that you can grab is the the zero issue, Avengers Zero issue. Okay, yeah, it actually has little snippets from I think five of these books, including the the Squadron Supreme. 
cool. to give you a little insight into the characters nice. and the, the art actually. Yeah, that's always, yeah. yeah, that's a big thing. You it know? is, yeah. It's to get a feel for that to see because I've been turned off books because of art before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Story's always great, of course, but for me, I'm kind of funny. The art can throw me right off. Yeah. Kind of like, like Uncanny X-Men or sorry, Uncanny Avengers. Yeah. Story's pretty cool, but the art's a little hard for me to get past, which is weird because it's the same artist that did Superior Spider-Man. Yeah. And I loved it, but <laughs> it's just weird how that works with certain yeah. characters. Yeah. Then we got the Avengers, what we call the Avengers individual or solo ongoings. And, you know, this is a huge list, 15 different books. And yeah. we have wow. our, our, you know, our main Avengers here. We have Iron Man and Invincible Iron Man, it's International two, Iron Man. Two comics, eh? Yeah, two different wow. comics. And I am loving this Invincible Iron Man. Yeah, that's already. great. The art is fantastic in yeah. it. You know, Tony seems to be back to normal. So coming out of the Axis event, yeah. he had he became the superior Iron Man. Right. And he's kind of a bit of a dick. Yeah. And, <laughs> kind of a bad guy so there seems to be no real effects there that's all been reverted seemingly yeah he's back to his old tony stark ways he's got a new ai yeah which is friday which <laughs> again i'm going to use this term i'm going to coin it i think cinematic creep because that's friday's directly from age of ultron because before that he had i think it was an acronym for pepper oh okay um, was his new jarvis or ai or whatever yeah he had when he was flying through space but like I said, you know, Bendis is pulling right from some of the stuff he had done before. Cool. Particularly when he's writing Guardian, him and the Iron Man and the Guardians run and stuff like that. Nice. So direct references to that. Cool. So you got that kind of continuity yeah. between the characters. And Mary Jane's in there too, isn't yeah, she? she is. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And Victor Von Doom oh, is okay. also in there. Cool. See, I have I have them at home. I think I have up to four. I just yeah. haven't, I haven't read I won't them yet, spoil it so. because the, the Doom stuff's pretty cool. Cool. Um, and you see kind of the evolution of that character in there nice. and what he's up to post-Secret Wars as well. So he's another one that I think is going to be where they're really going to focus in on and, and try to tell the story a bit of what happened after Secret awesome. Wars. Bridge so we see gap. him at the end of Secret Wars, right? Yeah. He's standing at Castle Doom. Yeah. He's got his mask off. Yeah. And he's I think all, he's smiling too or yeah, something. Yeah, he's smiling. Yeah. He's like he had his mask off. No, no yeah. scars. No or scars. Like that. Yeah. So cool. You'll, you'll see that thread picked up awesome. in, uh, in Invincible Iron Man, which Okay, is I'm going to cool. read that right away. Awesome. And then we got Totally Awesome Hulk, Different Hulk, Eminem's yeah. Chow. So I haven't gotten into that. Yeah, so it's... I'm curious to see what's happened with Banner because I was reading all the Hulk series since yeah. Indestructible, and I just I lost track. It was, it was too it's too much. Yeah. yeah. So some different again. They're changing the status quo a bit, changing some of these characters up. Yeah. Um, and then we got a Vision book. Cool. I've heard nothing but good things. Really? Yes. About, awesome. About this book, it, it seems to me it's like it's going to be the new Hawkeye. You know where that Hawkeye yeah, series that was, that was such done? a cool run. Yeah. Yes. But. Every time I, 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 every week I go over to the wall, I pick up the vision book. Number one, I look at it. I cannot get past the art. Is that, see, I've never gone past the cover art. I've seen no. the covers and I think they're hilarious, yeah. but I haven't gone past that. No. So <laughs> just flip it open next yeah. time on Wednesday when you're in there. And it's, I, I don't know. I really want to read it, yeah. but I'm having a hard time with it. Oh, see it again. That's the, the, art, uh, can, the art can kill it. Yeah, yeah, Chad. And so it's, I guess, Vision trades in his Avengers ID card, yeah. and he kind of trains it for suburbia life. So he's got cool. two kids and a wife and right. stuff like that. So that'd be an interesting take, but it's, I don't know. We'll see. It's not my vision, yeah. but... Yeah. Uh, we'll Might see. be a good case of getting the trade, eh? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's a fantastic point, yeah. yeah. Picking it up for 15 to 20 bucks, whatever yeah. it is, and just seeing if you like it. Cool. And yeah, that's actually a really good point. Cool. <laughs> and then we have Miss Marvel, a Mighty Thor book. Yeah. Chronicling, you know, our new Thor, Jane Foster. Yeah. And then Doc Strange. Yeah, with that axe. <laughs> with that axe. So Cool. I've only got uh, one or two issues here. You know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Stephen Strange, because he kind of... 
bit it in yep, Secret Wars. Exactly, right? <laughs> yes, love you. And you said he read two of the issues so far. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay. They're, I'll let you read them in that. Sweet. But yeah, he's, again, you know, up to his mystic ways yeah. and protecting the different realms. Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, exactly. Cool. One of the books here that I'm, you know, excited for coming out is the Captain America Steve Rogers. Oh, I know. You're excited yeah. for that. And then we yeah. also have, from the same writer... He's doing the Captain America Sam Wilson. Yes. And I just got through the first two issues of Sam Wilson last night. Yeah. And this book looks like it's going to be absolutely fantastic. I'm going to have to pick it up for sure. You tell me about that. The the author's constructed kind of this. He's brought these real world issues. Nice. Um, particularly in America. Yeah. With the, the present racial tensions. Yeah. And the issues with immigration. Right. You know, he's brought that in. You know, Steve Rogers always tried to remain bipartisan where he doesn't take sides on any political issues and stuff. And, you know, Sam Wilson's laid down the gauntlet and said, this is where I lie on these yep. issues. And they're kind of referring to race and immigration and stuff like that. Yep. And in issue two, it really starts to develop that, that people are saying, you know, this isn't my Captain America, you yep. know, stuff like that. So That's interesting, so cool. you know, they're picking up on the feeling of America at present. Right. And stuff like that. And then you start to see why we have, why there's an issue between Steve Rogers and and, and Sam Wilson. As right. far as, you know, these two former best friends, both, you know, one's Captain America. One's, it looks like, you know, taking back up that mantle. Yeah. You know, two Captain Americas. And you kind of just, you start to see where their their ideology is conflicting with each other. Right. And so it's a really great book. And I think developing these two characters as far as the relationship and how it's evolving is going to be just fantastic. I, nice. This is one of the books that, you know, at first I was kind of like, you know, I like the old run. I'm interested to see where they go with this character. And they're taking a completely different direction That's, than I okay. thought they were going to. And, and in only two short uh, issues, they've, they've really made an impact Puffed on a me. Lot. That's great. Yeah. So God love Marvel for that. Hey, eh? Marvel's always done such a great job of, of bringing that realism to their books. Exactly. You know, whether it's been like heroes just taking place in New York, dealing with race, dealing with all these, you know, even political things. They, they do such a great their job of tying these things in. I remember even when the 9-11 event happened. Oh, yeah. And they, they brought that in the forefront. And uh, Stan Lee based the X-Men off of the Civil Rights Movement. Yeah. So he had, you know, Magneto was the Malcolm X kind of yeah. character, right? And then Charles Xavier was the Martin Luther King. Yeah. And so, yeah, hats off to Marvel. They've always done those cool kind of little winks there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they're, they're not Marvel. afraid to address some of these issues not, in yeah. their books, which is... Is fantastic. You yeah. Know? I, I think it's an appropriate forum and it's it's great what they're doing. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And then we got, you know, our Black Widows, Captain Marvel, the Carol, Carol Danvers stuff looks great. Yeah. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. She's become one of my favorite characters. She's great. They're really doing a good job of pushing her, you know, because yeah. we're getting that movie. Yeah. They're really pushing her and it's, 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 it's great. Yeah. She's a very strong female character. Yeah. And, you know, she's set out in space, kind of like guarding the earth and stuff like that yep. from a cosmic perspective. Cool. And, yeah, really cool stuff. The, her, the runs from before were fantastic. Yep. And her integration into A-Force. And she's also on the Ultimates team, I think, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you're going to see yeah. a lot of Carol yeah, Danvers throughout the, throughout the universe here. And, again, like a character that's involved. I mean, she's gone from having, I think, a drinking problem herself yeah. to, to Miss Marvel, to Captain Marvel now. Like, she's... They've done a lot with her. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And in a relatively short amount of time, like she just got big kind of in the uh, kind of post-AVX, I think. Yeah. Uh, the Marvel Now yeah. era. She was another big one that came out of that yeah. that era yeah, as well. definitely. And then we got some Ant-Man stuff. Scott cool. Lang again. Scott Lang yeah. in the forefront. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, of course with the movies, right? You yeah. Have to, yeah. Black Panther's both one of Troy and I's favorite comic book Oh, yeah. Characters. It's just so cool. And he's going to get his own ongoing, like I mentioned before, in April. Yeah. So I'm pretty stoked Can't to wait. see what they have to do with that. Because yeah. that's up there as to one of my, my top books of the year. 
Yeah. Have you read much of the Inhuman stuff? Haven't read a thing. No. I couldn't tell you. I, I mean, I know obviously the the prime characters, uh, Medusa and Black, Black Bolt, Bolt yeah. and the dog Car- uh, Lockjaw. Lockjaw, yeah, Carnage. But uh, yeah, I don't know a lot about them. I, and I, I know you've been telling me um, with the Shield show, yeah, they do touch base with uh, yeah. With so them. yeah, they do have, and now they're they're using kind of I'm doing air quotes here, <laughs> uh, Inhuman name. Uh, but they don't have any of the big characters. You're not seeing your Black Bolt Medusa right. and stuff like that. But you are seeing kind of the, the Terrigen Crystals, the Terrigen Mist and stuff like that. Right. And then evolving that storyline. Because we're supposed to get a movie eventually, right? right. I don't know if that's actually going to happen or not. It'd be interesting to see because that's, you know, that's out for 2020 or something like that. Yeah. So that's probably into your phase four sort yeah. of stuff. And they've had a big push in the last couple of years. Um, yeah. It looks like... At first, they were trying to replace the X-Men with them, and they seem to scale back on that right. a bit. I've, I tried coming out. There's the Inhumanity small line or a few books that was trying to like really introduce you to characters, and Black Bolt had a, a big couple scenes. Cool. He ended up blowing up this uh, Terrigenum bomb, and that's what's making all the, the Inhumans pop up all over the world. Oh, okay. And stuff like that. And so that's why you're getting this big kind of revival of the Inhumans. Inhumans, oh, okay, just populating all over the place. Yeah, but yeah. I've had a really hard time getting into it. Yeah. Well. So yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just because there's so many unknown characters in it. I can't right. relate to a lot of them. They're pretty wacky, aren't they? Yeah, and yeah. They're, they're kind of like, yeah, very, very scaled up X-Men, stuff like yeah. that. And so I just haven't gone into it. You know, I've heard some good things. I really do like Black Bolt. He was great in the New Avengers run. Yeah. Because he was part of the Illuminati. Right. Yes. And okay. So he's good. Yeah. And, but I just can't really get into this can't stuff. Can't get any further than that. No, yeah. And it's unfortunate, but yeah. I know I don't want to room a pull list into it's, you know, we do see Medusa's in the A-Force book right. and stuff like that. So yeah. we do see some of these characters elsewhere. Yeah. Um, we'll see how it goes with the cinematic universe. If they get a great push in the movies, then... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll probably see a lot more of them. <laughs> see a better creative team on there, right? Yeah. yeah. Then we got our street-level characters. Oh, yeah. Um, like we talked about Power Man and Iron Fist, the Luke Cage and, and Iron Fist getting their own ongoing again here, kind of harkening back to the old days. Yep. Yeah. And then we got Punisher, and then a big Daredevil push here again. Oh yeah, of course. And you know, I'm hoping that we're going to see some big things. I'm actually going to try. I've never read uh, a Daredevil ongoing actually. Okay. And so I'm really going to try to get into that. Yeah. Here and just see if I like it because I really enjoy the Netflix series and that. Yeah. So I figure this is probably as best of any as a jumping on point. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, there's some old stories I probably go back and read, like the Frank Miller stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Shadowland was pretty cool. I did read Shadowland, which was a neat take. It was kind of like uh, Daredevil's symbiote suit you could say okay. so he he he, he was uh he had the dark suit going on as a black suit kind of similar to the new one that's coming out for the all new all different okay but he was this kind of bad dark daredevil running hell's kitchen and he he is running the hand the hand which oh, is okay the yeah crew. yeah, yeah like so he had foot. yeah <laughs> exactly i need myself one of the foots but uh yeah so he was running that and it's a pretty cool run it crossed over with spider-man i think no punisher punisher and spider-man nice. were in there so Crowman, check it out yeah, and then we're kind of moving on to the last kind of grouping that we have here, ever so aptly titled Miscellaneous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Black, know, uh, was it Black Knight? Black Knight, yeah, and Weird World, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Wow. So, we're seeing that some of these titles are getting pulled directly out of Secret Wars. Yeah. Some of them, like the Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, is pulling over from kind of the stranger side of, of Marvel yeah. now. You get Howard the Duck in there, who got, gained some popularity coming out of the Guardians movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, a new Hercules book, which is being done by Dan Abnett. Yeah. The same guy doing the Guardians book. Yeah. So I'm going to be one to check out. Yeah. There's a Red Wolf. So I'm not too familiar with that character. Yeah. 
I will um, say I will get the Black Knight variant cover comic oh. with uh, the figure. It's yeah. a really cool. Yeah. It's a really cool uh, cover. But uh, the Hercules, you said there's Hercules on there. Yep. Hercules was actually, it's a kind of a cool, neat uh, tale they got going on with him because he's kind of like this god in this day and age where okay. gods have kind of been forgotten about. And he's kind of trying to like put them back on the map, you know. So he's kind of he's kind of one of the gods out there that's trying to be like, hey, we're still around, you know. So could be interesting. Yeah, maybe I'll have to give yeah, it a check out. Yeah. What's got Squadron Supreme? So this is a book that I think dates back to the... 60s or 70s or something like that and it's just really marvel's ripoff of the justice league oh no yeah. okay yeah you're talking about this so, one yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like um hyperion's your superman. Uh, superman and there's a couple others there's a uh, night i can't remember their names anyways it doesn't really matter but there's like a batman ripoff of yeah. flash and stuff like that wonder woman it's interesting because this is another one that pulls a little bit from secret wars so the squadron supreme book in there but this is pulling all the different members are from different universes. Oh, okay. Um, they're not all from like a 616 or oh. Ultimate Universe continuity. So they've basically gathered together and they're kind of monitoring the Avengers. And essentially they're they're here and they're going to protect no matter what their new world. So they don't oh. see it, it basically exploding or the incursions happen or, or whatever again. Right. Um, so they're here kind of protectors. But they look like they're they're kind of looks like they're going to be a team that's willing to bend the rules and oh. kill and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, to make sure that the safeguard the the last world basically that they have interesting so it might be kind of a cool book to check out i, I might get yeah. one or two issues here it's... and then contest of champions yeah yeah kind of a cool cool concept you know we've had had this before the ideas of this with mefesto and yeah. stuff like that and i think it has to do with the collector and their essentially pitting uh heroes against yeah. each other it ties so... in with their mobile video games yeah exactly yeah. yeah so it looks like it's just kind of a, a nice kind of yeah, you know, UFC, if you yeah, will, yeah, yeah. <laughs> book on uh, on Marvel characters here. Yeah, so I guess um, that's the only Hulk we really have. I mean, besides the um, the other Hulk run, totally yeah, awesome. I don't know where Banner is. Yeah, um, I don't know, and he might be in that Hulk run. I just haven't got to it yet. Yeah, uh, he's not. As far as I can tell, he's not in any of the Avengers books. Right, and he doesn't seem to have popped up. And you know, we're also missing Thor, like proper Thor yeah. too, as well. Yeah, like, yeah. unworthy Thor, something like yeah. that. So it'd be interesting to see where because those are you know two big characters those that we're are. not seeing right, yeah. and so and like I said we haven't read everything right. so we may have missed may, yeah, where they exactly. are he might show up in Mighty Thor haven't got yeah. there yet so it'll be interesting to see how we get some of those old Marvel mainstays kind of coming back into the fray here exactly uh, going back to your um, uh, Squadron Supreme because you know it's basically DC knockoffs. And when you brought up uh, Hyperion, yeah, um, who's basically the Superman of the Marvel world, but going back to that, uh, what happened to Sentry? Sentry, yeah, he was kind of like the Superman of the Marvel too. Yeah, he's I have no idea. Nothing. He's just disappeared, eh? Yeah, he was revived in Bendis's original New Avengers run, I think. Okay, they found him in one of the jails, the vaults, or something like that. After the um, events of uh, Siege. I think that's when he bit it, was it? Or was it Fear Itself he bit it? Oh, no, it was Siege where I think he bit it. Yeah, but he came back, like, when they first found him and brought him in, that was, a, like, they had the, the new Avengers run. I think it was issues maybe four, five, and six. Oh, okay. Where it was, like, where they they found Sentry, like, buried in the basement in this jail. Oh, wow. And he was, like, a bad guy for a bit, and he was kind of just revived from... And anyways, they kind of saw him, remember who took him under the wing and said, no, we'll make sure... That he's you know he's he stays good he's he's oh. an Avenger and stuff like that and then he had right through that Bendis run yeah he had a big part up until Siege yeah right yeah and I think it was Siege where he bit it but yeah it was yeah, yeah. I have yeah. no idea what they're doing oh, okay. doing with that character but yeah. I pretty they're very similar they characters. are aren't they yeah yeah, yeah. 
Okay, yeah. yeah. Sorry, guys, off topic there. It's just curious to know what happened to that guy. <laughs> but yeah, so that that more or less kind of wraps up the the all-new, all-different Marvel comics. Now, like we yeah. said, that's not everything. Yeah, there's, there's lots of Some there. of the stuff we're reading, kind of try to give you some highlights on some of the characters and some of the better books maybe to pick up. But one common thing, and we spoke a little bit about this earlier, was that the lack of acknowledgement of Battleworld. Yeah. And that eight-month gap as well. And so I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with that. Right. And I really hope it's just not a dead thread. Like, yeah, uh, that it better would, not be. That would really bother me. That disappoint a lot out there, I'd say. Because it'd yeah. basically make Secret Wars something that really doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, no implications and stuff like that. You know, they could have taken this opportunity and really changed Cap back to Cap and let Falcon go back to Easily. Falcon. You know, yeah. they could have brought in Thor again. Yeah. And made, and, but they haven't, you know. No. It's, they've stuck to their guns with these new characters. Right. You know, they're, they're seeing some the fanfare around them. Yeah. Which is good. So a lot of support for these guys. And I'm I'm really happy with what we're getting. You know, I'm only into seven or eight different series yeah. um, as of right now, and I'm going to pick up a few more. But you know, I think what we're getting here is, is pretty good stuff. Yeah, it's quality. You know, it's it's not a reboot or anything like that, yeah. and the continuity from before matters. And you're almost to a point where you kind of need that continuity from Marvel now. I think. yeah, because they did such a good job of it. Yeah, yeah. and I'd almost if you're going to read some of the stuff, particularly let's say Iron Man, Guardians, and stuff like that, Captain America, Sam Wilson stuff, I'd really recommend going back and even getting the second wave, the second kind of relaunch rebrand. So they had you know Marvel Now, and then they had the all new Marvel Now, where they yeah. went back to number ones a lot. I'd even go back to there, yeah, and kind of read through some of these characters. Yeah, that's a good call, actually. Yeah, if to get if you if you really want to get into them, it's, yeah. Some of that isn't a huge commitment. I think some of those were only like 10 issues or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's pretty easy to and do. And they're relatively accessible at your yeah, local comic book right shops. Yeah. yeah. And they're also trade-worthy. Exactly. Um, uh, things that, you know, it's a single one or two trades for some of these books. Yeah. And you can really get you up on, you know, why why is Sam Wilson the new Captain America? Why is yeah. Iron Man the way he is? And, exactly. You know, why are the Guardians? Why is Venom there? Yeah. And why stuff is Spider-Man like that. rich now? Exactly. Yeah. So it'd be go, going back and picking up on that continuity is probably not the worst thing in the world. And, yeah. You know, if if you're looking just to jump into comics, you know, that really all new Marvel now, and then you can jump right into this stuff. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, And, you know, like we said, we'd recommend Secret Wars and stuff like that, but if you're just getting into it, just go back there, skip Secret Wars for now, I think revisit it. For sure. Um, By then it'll be on trade anyways, right? Exactly. It'll be a better read. Revisit it in a trade. Yeah. And then, because I'm I'm hoping and I'm, I want to say I'm sure that we're going to see the implications of that. So you're going to need that knowledge of what happened. And I think you're going to need that for the Invincible Iron Man. Okay. And yeah, when you get into that, you maybe understand that a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I heard with uh, Iron Man and uh, Doctor Strange a little later on, there's some some things in there, right? Okay, cool. So it's good stuff. Yeah. But um, Nola, man, I think that wraps it up for this week. You know, it's been... uh, it's been great having you back. Yeah, and, thanks and, for having me, guys. It's great. Yeah, and of course, you're going to be back in a couple of weeks here when we're going to do our uh, Deadpool movie review. Nice. Can't wait. Yeah, so we're going to go check that out next week. Yes. And, you know, really looking forward to that one. Oh, yeah. Um, that's really the, the kickoff of our... Um, the, Superheroes 2016 movie yeah, launch, exactly. eh? exactly. Yeah. And not too long after that, we got Daredevil series, we got Batman vs. Superman, and then we fall into Civil War, and then we oh, get into yeah. the run of... Of movies in the summertime. And then Doctor Strange a little yeah. after, right? Yeah. yeah, and it's going to be fantastic. And so yeah. we're going to be reviewing all of those movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to kind of try to get them out kind of on our new usual Thursday time slot. Yeah. So it'll be about a week after. So everyone will have a bit of time, maybe if you want to see the movie twice. So, so it's spoiler free then, eh? Obviously, these ones that no, so, do the reviews. Or? Yeah, I think what we'll do for the reviews is we'll do a spoiler-free section. Cool. Where we'll kind of give our first impressions, you know, check it out and stuff like that. Cool. And then we'll go a little more in depth. 
nice. uh, and then try to tug on a bit on our uh, our comic backgrounds and stuff like that, cool. and see what, what kind of what stories we're seeing, and then kind of give our overall opinion on kind of make more, some of the more details of the story, as particular like the villains and you know how the overall arc of the of the character is, the narrative and stuff like that, cool. and little little tweaks and stuff like that, little comic references that we want. We'll just pull some of those out for 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 the people here, and cool. so people when they go back and revisit can can check some of the stuff out. Sounds good. So. Anyways, it's been fantastic. Awesome. You know, for the Nerd Room, I'm Tim. I'm Troy. And thank you for entering the Nerd Room. Don't forget to subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. You can find our hosts, Tim and Sanjay, on Twitter at TheNerdRM and 1912Podcasting. You can also email us at TheNerdRM at gmail.com and 1912Entertainment at gmail.com.